WRSU Sports presents Rutgers Basketball, Dancing in the Dark. The story of the 2019-2020 basketball season. The NCAA season that never was. Tiaboa, right corner three, rainbow, bingo! Oh, We can taste it here at the Rutgers Athletic Center. Baker does strip it away. Now to McConnell. McConnell, he slams it home! Pass for Baker. Deep three-pointer. Oh, my God, Gio Baker! Are you kidding me? Ron Harper Jr. fires it over to Yaboa. Yaboa, quick trigger three, and swish! Yaboa! Up top, Young, cutting Mathis. Right hand to Tomahawk! Bring the house down, young fella! Now over to Harper Jr., his three-pointer. Yes, sir! Gio Baker for the buzzer beater, and Gio Baker nails it! Gio Baker, what a shot! Tonight, we take a look back at Rutgers' visit to Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City to take on number 19, Iowa, January 22nd. Now, here's WRSU's Justin Santoup and Raj Shah. Hello, everybody. This is Raj Shah along with Justin Santoup, and welcome to Episode 8 of our series, Dancing in the Dark, as we continue to look back at the Rutgers 2019-2020 men's basketball season. Tonight, we got a real special one for you. It's Rutgers ranked 24 for the first time in 41 years. Yes, Rutgers is ranked as they take on the Iowa Hawkeyes, who are ranked themselves number 19, sitting at 13-5, and five, who are just coming off a Big Ten comeback win against the Michigan Wolverines as they were down by as many as nine points with eight minutes to play in that one. But for Rutgers, we'll start with them first. Back-to-back wins against the likes of Indiana and Minnesota. They're ranked, like I said, for the first time in 41 years. Everything is connecting for the Scarlet Knights. They come into this game looking to get a big-time road win. It's a great quad one opportunity for the Scarlet Knights. And to be frank, they have a very good defense rolling into this game. They have not allowed a Big Ten opponent to score more than 65 points now in eight games going all the way back against Michigan State. But tonight, they face a juggernaut in the likes of C.J. Frederick and Luca Garza and this Iowa team that's been putting up nearly 80 points a game. They're number one in Big Ten play and offensive efficiency. So something's got to give here. It's either the Rutgers defense or the Iowa's offense. And Justin... There was just so many questions going to this game to see, could Rutgers go on the road and get that big-time road win like they had just against Nebraska, but now against a ranked opponent in the likes of Iowa? Certainly, Raj. I mean, this is like a dream come true for Rutgers fans. Ranked in the AP Top 25 for the first time since 1979 after that, that back-to-back, um, the back-to-back wins over over Indiana and Minnesota that you mentioned. I mean, Rutgers off to a great start in Big Ten play. They beat Wisconsin back in early December, then in January, beat Penn State, Nebraska, and then backed it up by, of course, beating Indiana and Minnesota. This is a Rutgers basketball team now um, with Geo Baker coming back. They've been excellent defensively, but this is a real challenge going into to Carver-Hawkeye Arena, one of the toughest home courts in, in, co- in college basketball, and especially in the Big Ten, but in college basketball as a whole. And they're going to have to slow down this, this Iowa offense led by Luca Garza, who's, who's averaging better than 20 points and better than 10 rebounds per game. And, and it's more than just Luca Garza. It's an arsenal of three-point shooters on the outside. C.J. Fredericks, Joe Wieskamp, and this is a team that leads the Big Ten in – in points per game against a Rutgers team that leads the Big Ten in in holding point in, in fewest points allowed per game, allowed per game I should say so you know you mentioned it's going to be a battle of offense versus defense and 
And if Rutgers can slow the game down and kind of grind it into a halt, then I think it'll bode well for Rutgers. But Iowa wants to play fast. They want to get out in transition, get open looks from the outside, and it'll be really interesting to see which style of play wins out. It's a battle of ranked foes. Rutgers number 24, Iowa number 19. Hard to believe, but here we go. Rutgers ranked, playing a game as a ranked team for the first time since 1979. Right now, WRSU. Baker at the top of the key. One minute remaining. Baker, three. Yes, sir! Geo Baker puts the Knights up three. McConnell brings to the near wing. Now for Omarui. Wild pass. Johnson, alley-oop, jam. Rutgers up seven. Carter kicks it out to Geo for three. And he gets it to go. Baker, five to shoot. Baker in the corner for Mathis. Mathis for three. Yes, sir! Baker inside out dribble. He'll pull up the three. Top of the key. Oh, bang! Here's Ron Harper Jr. All the way to the rim for the slam! Baker for the open three, and he sinks it! Here's Baker. Step back. Three. Dagger! Mathis drives baseline. Floater on the way. Good and a foul! Miles Johnson on the block, has it stripped, picks it back up, puts it off the glass and in. Last year, the Scarlet Knights marched into Carter Hawkeye Arena on Senior Day and pulled off an emphatic 86-72 win to keep their NIT hopes alive. That season ended on a three-game losing streak, but tonight, there are different implications. Rutgers ranked for the first time in 41 years will face the ranked Iowa team as well. It's another matchup of Big Ten rivals in prime time. Good evening, everybody. My name is Raj Shah. I'm joined here along by Justin Santu. And another edition of Rutgers men's basketball on WRSU. And Justin, welcome here to snowy Iowa City. We made it here. Uh, another big game for Rutgers coming up in just 12 minutes. Yeah, another big one. And it feels like they're all big ones now, Raj, right? Rutgers continues to kind of own their home floor at the rack. The one thing they haven't done, they haven't beaten a quality opponent on the road, right? The loss to Pittsburgh, Michigan State, um, Illinois. It was narrow a couple weeks ago, but Rutgers just couldn't quite get over the hump, and now here they are. Another opportunity. The only ranked matchup, ranked versus ranked matchup in college basketball tonight is right here in Iowa City between Rutgers and Iowa. The Scarlet Knights ranked for the first time in 41 years, as you mentioned, Raj. I mean, it's it's a big game tonight, an opportunity for Rutgers to get a quad one win and really make a signature impact on their, on their tournament resume. Yeah, it's a historic night. Uh, not a sellout here by any stretch. Still, uh, we were told before the game, still 5,000 tickets were available. Uh, so Iowa fans might not be taking Rutgers seriously, but this Iowa Hawkeye team certainly will. Rutgers, they're coming off a 64-56 to win against the Minnesota Golden Gophers at home. And, you know, Rutgers, again, uh, a slew of players getting into double digits. Four players last game around. Nobody scored more than 11 points, but that just shows the depth of this team. Oh, Raj, I mean, you couldn't have said it any better. I mean, that's that's what makes this team so dangerous. You don't know who's going to beat you on any given night. It could be Miles Johnson in the post. It could be Ron Harper Jr. slashing to the rim. It could be McConnell and, and Geo from the outside. Jacob Young's had his moments the last few weeks. It could be a quasi from deep. This team is loaded with guys that know their role. They can step up. They all, A lot of them can make shots. They, they know what they're doing on the floor, and they play really well together as a team. And you know what, Raj, in, in the win over Minnesota, the thing that really struck me is Carlin Knight's ability on the glass. And this has been 
This has been huge under Steve Peichel ever since he took over. Rutgers has been one of the best rebounding teams in the Big Ten in each of Coach Peichel's first three and a half seasons. And against Minnesota, one of the better rebounding teams in the country themselves. Rutgers out-rebounded them 45-25, to 25, and they're going to need that same kind of toughness and effort tonight if they want to pull off the, the moderate upset against number 19, Iowa. Yeah, Rutgers has been out-rebounding teams by an average of about 8-9 to nine a game, 8.6 to be official, and they just own the glass in the, in the paint and in points that they've converted off turnovers were two keys that allow Rutgers to have some success against Minnesota and eventually come away with a big win there. Iowa themselves is also coming off a big win against Michigan. They trailed by they they trailed by eight with sorry they trailed by six points to go with eight minutes left last time around right here in Carter Hawkeye Arena on on January 17th and they used a 10-0 run to eventually win that game 90 to 83 and that's the matchup to really watch that they scored 90 points against Michigan and throughout the season they've been averaging nearly 80 points a game 79.9 to be exact the Scarlet Knights themselves 71 but Rutgers has one of the better defenses Iowa has one of the better offenses and that's the matchup to watch tonight. Can Rutgers' perimeter defense hold this team content? Well, I, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, if if there's any, I mean, if, if you can use history to, to kind of find your answer, you'd hope yes, right? Rutgers has been the best defensive team in the Big Ten this year, and that's, that's not a, a fluffy statement. That's the fact, right? Rutgers ranks first in the Big Ten in points allowed per game, allowing just 58.7. But you, know, mentioned, you mentioned it, Raj. On the flip side, Iowa's offense lethal. Lethal. They, they, they're averaging better than 79 points per game. That's tops in the Big Ten, and, and they've got a three-headed monster. Luca Garza in the post. He's a machine. And they've got two guards on the outside, Joe Wieskamp and and, um, and C.J. Frederick. Between them, I mean, they're money from deep. I mean, Rutgers, we haven't seen a, somebody shoot lethal like that from downtown since maybe Quincy Doobie. You know, it's been a long time since Rutgers had a, had a three-point shooter. Iowa's got two of them that are just automatic from beyond from beyond the arc and yeah that's that's you you mentioned it right on the money Luca Garza he is going to be the man to watch tonight he's averaging nearly 23 points a game and he is absolutely outstanding and one matchup for the folks back home it's going to be Miles Johnson and Luca Garza in the paint one area that Rutgers why they really struggled on the road is because Miles Johnson has gotten foul trouble on the road quite a bit Rutgers lost lost four of five on the road they're perfect back home at the rack Johnson himself, he's averaging six and a half fouls every 40 minutes of play. He's on the floor. So theoretically, if he played every four minutes, he should foul out every game. And against Luca Garza, that's that's just can't happen tonight if Rutgers wants to pull off an upset on the road. Well, Luca Garza, Raj, he is he's, he's the best player in the Big Ten right now. I think that's, that's the way to put it. And he's averaging just near, nearly 23 points per game, 10 rebounds per game. And the thing that makes him so dangerous is he can score at all three levels. He's great in the post-up game. He works really hard to command the ball in the low block. He's great in the mid-range. He can hit some free throws, and he can step out and pull Miles Johnson away from the basket because of his ability to knock down the three-point shot. Luca Garza is the most polished front-court player in a conference filled with really good bigs. Miles Johnson, is he up to the task now? He's going to have to stay out of foul trouble. You mentioned it, but Luca Garza, he draws fouls better than anybody, anybody in the conference, and I'm intrigued to see how mature Miles Johnson is tonight and, and if he can handle it. Starting lineups are out here for both teams, and we'll start off with the Iowa Hawkeyes. The same five that they had against Michigan. Number one starting here is Joe Toussaint. He's the freshman guard out of Bronx, New York. Uh, he's averaging seven points a game, and he was the finalist coming in for the 2019 Mr. Basketball in New York State before he joined the Hawkeyes down here. Next is the guard as well. He's uh, C.J. Frederick, the redshirt sophomore, uh, averaging nearly 10 points a averaging 10.5 points a game. He has the best 
He was a career scoring average of 18 points a game, third in school history back in his high school days as well. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio. Next, we have the sophomore, Joe Wieskamp. He's been averaging nearly 14 and a half points. And if you heard that name before, he broke Rutgers' hearts last year at the rack. And when he banked a three off, he's from Muscatine, Iowa. And then joining up uh, in, the, in the backcourt as well is Connor McCaffrey. He's from Iowa City. Uh, he is averaging nearly seven points a game. And then rounding out in the center is Luca Garza, who's from Washington, D.C., averaging nearly 23 points a game. Last game against Michigan, he put up 33 points. And he'll be a force for Miles Johnson to contend with. On the Scarlet Knights side of things, uh, we have starting in the backcourt, Caleb McConnell, the sophomore out of Jacksonville, Florida. He's been, he's been averaging nearly seven and a half points a game, and uh, he'll be much needed tonight if Rutgers is able to come through with a victory. Next is Montez Mathis joining him in the backcourt as well at the left wing. He's from Baltimore, Maryland. He's been averaging nearly seven points a game, a bit down from last year when in Big Ten games he was averaging nearly ten points a game and had a pivotal last year to beat the Iowa Hawkeyes as well. Ron Harper Jr., he scored 27 points last year against the Iowa Hawkeyes when Rutgers won 86-72. He's a sophomore from Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, averaging nearly 12 points a game. And in the front court, we have Miles Johnson starting as well for the Scarlet Knights. He's from Long Beach, California, averaging nearly 9.2 points per game. Uh, and he's been having a, some issues with foul trouble, but he'll be very key to stopping Luke Garza tonight. And lastly is Aquazi Yaboa as well in the front court. He's a transfer from Stony Brook as well from Chigwell, England, and he's been averaging nearly nine points a game. Joining them will be the Scarlet Knights head coach, Steve Peichel, as Rutgers 14-4, 5-2 in Big Ten play will look to improve and get their second Big Ten road victory on the season. And for the Iowa Hawkeyes, it's Frank McCaffrey in his 10th season. He's joined out by his Iowa Hawkeyes stand at 13-5, and 4-3 and in Big Ten play. He's joined by his assistant coaches, Sherman Dillard, Cook Spira, and Billy Taylor. And Justin, so we have our starting lineups. No changes on both part on both sides of this of the teams. What's going to be the key here, looking initially for the Iowa Hawkeyes? Well, for Iowa, I mean, obviously you get Luca Garza involved. They they play inside out, but I mean, that's easy, right? That's the easy way to look at it. The the one guy that I'm really looking at, it's Joe Wieskam. Rutgers fans, they know the name because he banked in this miracle shot from the corner banked in a shot from the corner at the buzzer to defeat the Scarlet Knights. Um, back in February, Rutgers got their revenge right here at Carver-Hawkeye Arena on senior night. But Wieskamp's a very good shooter. He's also capable of attacking the rim. Um, and just a sophomore, I think he's probably going to go down as one of the all-time greats for Iowa. And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit off the air, on the air. We think Montez Mathis is one of the best wing defenders, on-ball defenders in in, in the Big Ten, and he's probably going to draw the assignment on Wieskamp, so it's going to have to be a really good, strong, steady defensive effort from Montez Mathis to shut down Wieskamp from, deep, from, from long range. Yeah, that's been the talk. It believes Montez Mathis, uh, he will be guarding Wieskamp tonight. Uh, now let's look towards Rutgers' sides of things. Uh, they're 14-4, and four, like we said, 5-2 and two in Big Ten play, but they've only won one game on the road. Four for five they've lost. Only Nebraska they beat earlier this month. For the Scarlet Knights, what will they need to do uh, besides, you know, a miracle game from Ron Harper Jr. again. Well, yeah, Ron Harper Jr. scored 27 points last year in the win over Iowa. Um, you know, I, I just think Rutgers has to stay true to themselves. Defend, rebound, play hard. I mean, don't don't get out of it. You don't have to play catch up with Iowa just because they're a very good offensive team. Stay out of foul trouble. Be smart. Run your offense. And I, I think Rutgers is a really good basketball team, and I don't think they need any miracle tonight. They just got to play their game, and, and then the chips will fall where they, where they may. Yeah, Rutgers is seventh nationally defensive regarding field goal percentage. They are that good uh, in guarding uh, 
the opposing team. So something's going to have to give tonight. Our officials for the game is Courtney Grin, Don Daly, Earl Watlin. Rutgers all red, uh, no trim for them. Iowa Hawkeyes, they'll be in the black and their numbers will be in gold. Uh, they have a black trim as well. The Scarlet Knights numbers in white. Rutgers will be going right to left on your radio dial. Iowa left to right. And we are about 10 seconds from tip-off as Garza and Miles Johnson meet at the 10-second line. As we're ready to go now and the tip-off. One by Miles Johnson taken by Caleb McConnell as he'll bring it up into the front court. McConnell now dishes it out to Mathis near the right wing. Gets it back to McConnell. McConnell now to Harper Jr. who thought about a three. Now drives in and defended there and blocked out of play by C.J. Frederick. Rutgers keeps the ball 12 seconds into the game. Johnson will look to inbound it, 19.48 to go. Johnson looking, he just throws it all the way back to Miles Ma uh, Montez Mathis. Mathis now to McConnell. McConnell, ball gets tipped out of play as well by Frederick. And initially we see Frederick almost forcing two turnovers. Well, Iowa's opened up in a 2-3 matchup zone. They like to go to this because I think they know they can't match up with Rutgers athletically in a man-to-man -man look. Inbound to uh, McConnell. McConnell while working way to his left wing. Shot clock under 10. McConnell now towards the far corner, gets it to Harper Jr. Ron Harper Jr. now over his left wing, chucks up a three, and he sinks it. Ron Harper Jr. starting where he left off last year in the Hawkeye Arena. Rutgers up 3-0, bringing up is Joe Toussaint. Toussaint almost loses it. Now he works his way towards the far corner, hands it off to Frederick. Frederick back to Toussaint. Toussaint now to Wieskamp towards the left corner. Back out to Garza at the top of the key. And the ball comes back to McCaffrey. McCaffrey gives it back out to Frederick, who shoots up a three, but no good. Rebounded there by Kwasi Yaboa. Yaboa bringing the ball up the court. Now towards the right wing, gives it to McConnell. McConnell now towards the left wing. Now he works his way and gives it to Harper Jr. Harper Jr. back to Mathis, now to McConnell. McConnell now working his way towards the top of the key, guarded by Toussaint. Shot clock at 15. Mathis chucks it all the way to Yaboa towards the left far corner, but Yaboa gives it back to Harper Jr. Yaboa in the near corner. Now gets it to McConnell. McConnell in the paint, tries to get to Johnson, he does. Johnson lays it up, and it banks in. Rutgers up 5-0 early on. Here's Toussaint. Toussaint bringing the ball up the court, driving forward, and a foul called early. I want to say that's on a quasi Yeboah. Yep, they got Yeboah on the strip. Toussaint, the freshman point guard, seeing a lot of time now because I was one of their, their, their captains and leaders, Jordan Bohannon, is redshirting this season. He was the starting point guard coming in. Toussaint gives it out to Frederick. Frederick thought about the three towards the far corner and instead gives it back out to Wieskamp. Wieskamp lets it fly for a three. He connects, and Iowa answers right back with a three of their own. Well, that's the second wide-open look that Iowa's two best shooters, um, Frederick and Wieskamp, have had so far early on, and, and that's not a recipe for success for the Scarlet Knights defense. Check that it was McCaffrey, not Wieskamp. McConnell with the ball. No, it was, it was Wieskamp for three. Oh, okay. Harper Jr. with back with the ball towards the left wing. Now here to Mathis. Mathis driving in, puts up the two-pointer. No good. Gets his own rebound. Can't. Mathis could not get his own rebound there and could not put it back up on a second try. Here's Toussaint with the ball. Toussaint bringing the ball. Driving hard. Drives in. Puts up the layup. He's good. And Iowa back to within five. Five-five is the score. McConnell bringing the ball up the court towards the left wing. Towards the right wing. Now gives it out to Mathis. Mathis now back to McConnell. McConnell working the left wing now, guarded there by Frederick. Shot clock at 13. McConnell trying to work his way. Thought about a three, gives it back out to Mathis. Mathis takes care of it. Mathis now driving in, puts up the two-point floater, no good. Rebounded there by Frederick. Frederick out to Toussaint. Toussaint now to Wieskamp. And foul, no, it's going to be a travel. A travel on Joe Wieskamp. Had a potential chance to dunk that one in. 
Instead, Rutgers will get the ball back. It was a really good pass by Toussaint. We're seeing Toussaint's quickness in transition, really making an impact for Iowa in the first couple minutes. Here's McConnell. McConnell bringing the ball up the court. 17-13 to go, 5-5 in the first, first half. Here's Johnson. Johnson towards the left wing. Now gets Harper Jr. Harper Jr. another three, and he connects again. Ron Harper Jr. with back-to-back -back threes. And this first half is only two shots, and Rutgers back up to an 8-5 lead. Toussaint bringing the ball up the court. Gives it out to Wieskamp. Wieskamp now gives it out to uh, Frederick. Frederick lets it fly, and he connects as well. C.J. Frederick answers with a three of his own. And Iowa not at this game up, 8-8. Terrible perimeter defense so far for the Scarlet Knights. They, they can't let Wieskamp and Frederick get off these open looks from deep. Open looks so far. Harper Jr. with the ball towards the right wing. Gives it to Mathis. Mathis guarded here by McCaffrey. Now ball gives it back to McConnell. McConnell near the Iowa logo. Now trying to work his way in. Drives and he's looking for Miles Johnson. Finds him in the paint. Johnson puts up the easy two and the layup is all good to go. Rutgers back up 10-8. Here's Toussaint bringing the ball back up the court. Toussaint gives it out to Frederick. Frederick this time guarded by Yaboa. Here's Garza. Garza driving in. Puts up the two and easy layup for him. Almost lost the ball but gets the points. 10-10 early on. Here's Harper Jr. Harper Jr. gives it to Mathis. Mathis now to McConnell. McConnell in the right wing, guarded by Toussaint. McConnell taking his time. Now works at the top of the key. He'll let one fly as well. No good. Rims out. Ball taken away by Frederick. Frederick bringing the ball up the court, and that's stolen away by Miles Johnson. Here's Montez Mathis in transition. Mathis driving hard to the rim, puts up the layup, and he gets it to go. Great move. Montez Mathis with the key two points, and Rutgers up to a two-point lead, 12-10 with 15.30 to go. Here's Toussaint. Toussaint gives it out to Wieskamp. Wieskamp dotted by the three, gives it set back out to Frederick. Frederick back out to McCaffrey. McCaffrey back to Garza. Garza lets fly a three, and he almost gets it to fall, but it rebounded there by Ron Harper Jr. Harper Jr. brings it up, gives it to Yaboa for a far corner three, no good, rebounded by Mathis. Mathis puts up the two, he gets blocked, but it's gonna be a foul on Luca Garza as he got Mathis's right hand. And it's gonna be a shooting foul, and with that, with 15.05 to go in this first half, Rutgers leads 12-10. You're listening to WRCU-FM, New Brunswick. Welcome back here to Carter Hawkeye Arena on this snowy night, two inches outside. Rutgers out to a 12-10 lead, 15.05 to go here in the first half. And uh, Rutgers, I mean, I mean, uh, Justin, we were talking about this during the break. This you pace, can call me Rutgers. I mean, is there any? Is there anybody? You might, you, you might be Mr. Rutgers. That could be my nickname. Um, Justin, what we're saying was uh, this pace is not going to favor the Scarlet Knights. Just it's it's fast pace here, and and you can see the Scarlet Knights going to get tired out very quickly if the game proceeds like this as I believe we're about to see two substitutions happen very quickly for the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty much a whole new five for, for Rutgers, Raj. They've got everybody but Mathis. Um, but anyway, yes, you're right, Raj. The, the pace of this game is not favor Rutgers. It's the tempo that Iowa wants to play at. Up court, fast, getting good looks off from three, in transition. And yes, certainly Rutgers is up 12 to 10, five minutes in, but Iowa with 10 points in the first five minutes, you can, I, you can bet pretty much the entire bankroll on the fact that Coach Peichel was lighting into his team about the ability to play better defense coming out of this break. Two open threes for Iowa, and they connected both of them. Sorry, three open threes they had, and they connected two of those three, and you just don't want to play with that type of fire with this Iowa team. Now, here's the free throw line 
and Iowa is absolutely tremendous at it. They're 74% free throw shooting team. Rutgers, not so much. 64%, they're 330th in the nation. Matt, this is his first one. Nothing but money on that, so Rutgers up to a 13-10 lead early on. Mathis will try for his second free throw. He averages, he averages around 61% on the season. Mathis, second free throw, and it's good. Rutgers made three substitutions. We see Geo Baker checking in as well. Uh, Jacob Young and Paul Mulcahy. Sorry, four substitutions. Shaq Carden as well for Miles Johnson. Montez Mathis, the only original starter on the floor. Here's Frederick. Frederick bringing the ball up the court here. Has it near and gives it to Garza in the paint. Back out to Frederick. Frederick now to Wieskamp. Wieskamp lets it fly for two. No good. Rebounded by Garza who puts up his own two and he counts it and one on the floor. And Garza will have a chance for a three-point play coming up here early. So the foul went on Shaq Carter and he failed to box Garza out. Then he commits the foul. Last game against Minnesota, Shaq Carter really struggled defensively and to box out Daniel Oturu, the great center for Minnesota. If he struggles tonight against Luka Garza, it's going to be a real problem for Rutgers. They're going to need Miles Johnson more than they think they even do. Yeah, Miles Johnson, they'll probably need him for probably 30 minutes if Shaq Carter struggles. Garza, no good on the free throw. Mulcahy rebounds it. I mean, Carter rebounds it. Mulcahy bring it up for the Scarlet Knights. Mulcahy now gives it out to Baker. Baker towards the right wing. Back out to Mathis. Mathis now to Mulcahy. Mulcahy working his way towards the right wing is Toussaint. Mulcahy, Yaboa set, Shark Carter set up a screen there. Gets it out to Carter in the paint. And there's going to be a travel on the Scarlet Knights. A travel, I believe, on Montez Mathis. Shaq Carter. On Shaq Carter. And Iowa will get the ball right back. Rutgers leads 14 12. Rutgers with a partial press on. And they'll back off now as here's McCaffrey. McCaffrey's still trying to bring the ball past the 10-second line, and he does. McCaffrey driving in, now gives it back out to Toussaint. Toussaint looking to reset near the top of the key. Toussaint now towards the right wing, trying to make a move on Jacob Young. Toussaint now stuck, and he gets it back out to Garza. Garza now shot clock under 10. Garza thought about driving, gives it back out to Frederick. Frederick now back to Garza in the paint. Garza puts up the two, and he gets it to go against Shaq Carter, and Shaq Carter is struggling early on against Luca Garza. He can't handle it. I mean, either you're going to have to go to Ducore as the backup big tonight and see what he's got, or you're going to have to ride Miles Johnson. Here's Baker. Baker now at the midcourt line. Gives it back to Mathis, now back to Baker. Baker almost loses that one as it was tipped away by Toussaint, recovers his Gio. Back out to Carter in the paint, and it's going to be another travel there on Shaq Carter. Back-to-back -back travels, and... Uh, Carter struggling early, to say the least. And here comes Mamadou Ducore off the bench. So two terrible possessions defensively for Shaq Carter. Two travels on offense. Just shuffling his feet. He just he came out on the floor not looking ready to play. Yeah, Mamadou Ducore, he'll step in. He is uh, the sophomore from Bamako, Mali. And we'll see if he has any any luck guarding Luka Garza. Limited minutes for Ducore this season, but we'll see if he can provide some relief for Miles Johnson on the bench. Bring up the ball is Toussaint. 14-14 is where we stand. 13-30 to go. Toussaint lets a floater up, and he can't get his own rebound. That rims out. Back out to Ron Harper Jr. Harper Jr. bringing the ball up the court. Harper Jr. towards the right wing. He's guarded by Wieskamp. Now working his way to the top of the key. Gives it off to Jacob Young. Young now working his way towards the right wing. Now he gives it back to Mulcahy. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Mulcahy now gets it out to Ducore. Ducore back out to Young. Young to Geo Baker towards the far corner. Geo Baker back out to Jacob Young. Young almost loses it. Shot clock at five, gives it out to Ducore. Ducore puts up the two, no good. Off the right iron and taken away by McCaffrey. McCaffrey bringing the ball up the court. McCaffrey now to Wieskamp towards the right wing, back out to McCaffrey at the top of the key. McCaffrey back out to Frederick. Frederick lets fly a three, and he will nail that one as well. Rutgers 
now trailing for the first time today. 17-14, Iowa up. Here's Jacob Young. Young to Baker. Back to Young near the 10 second line. Back out to Mathis. Mathis now trying to work his way. Gets it back out to Young. Baker now to Gio Baker, guarded by Wieskamp. Gio Baker almost lost it. It's tipped out of play and by Luca Garza. And looks like early on, Iowa will be making a couple substitutions. Joe Toussaint. And we see Connor McCaffrey come off the bench. I mean, uh, will go to the bench. Coming on for the Hawkeyes is Ryan Creener. He is the senior from Spirit Lake, Iowa, averaging nearly seven and a half points a game. And other and coming as well as Bakari Evelyn, uh, averaging nearly three points a game. He's the transfer uh, from Nebraska and from Detroit, Michigan. Rutgers inbounds it. Here's Jacob Young with the ball. Young back out to Baker towards the right wing. Baker, five seconds of the shot clock. Baker, let's fly a three, and that's no good. Rebounded there by Wieskamp. 12.15 to go. Wieskamp bringing the ball up to court. Gives it out to Kreener. Kreener's three is nothing but money as well. As Iowa jumps out to a 20-14 lead. And Steve Peichel wants an early timeout. And with that, we're going we're gonna to step aside. Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes lead 20-14 against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. You're listening to WRSU-FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRSU.org. And welcome back here to Carver Hawkeye Arena. Rutgers finds them in a six-point hole after the Hawkeyes connected on a, bunch, a couple of back-to-back -back threes. Rut Iowa on a 10-0 run in the last two minutes and 40 seconds. Rutgers will themselves, they find themselves in a scoring drought, and that's not a position you want to be in when you're playing one of the better offensive units in the nation. And Ru Justin, uh, it just has to go back to the defense here for the Scarlet Knights. Well, Robert, Mamadou Ducore and Shaq Carter both struggling against Luka Garza and then not defending the perimeter well enough here for early on. You mentioned early on that Rutgers has one of the best defenses in the country in terms of field goal percentage, right? Iowa, 8 of 12 so far, 4 of 6 from downtown. And they haven't really been tough looks. Garza's had a couple easy layups at the rim. Um, wide open looks from three for, for Frederick and Wieskamp and Kreener. We know they're outstanding shooters. It's, it's in the scouting report. The defense in this fir the first eight minutes of Rutgers has probably been the worst we've seen Rutgers play defense since maybe the St. Bonaventure game. It has been atrocious. And I'm sure Coach Peichel is, is going to try to light a fire under them because they're still only down six. But the Early time, timeout. The time, to turn it, the time to turn it around on the defensive end, it's right now. Yeah, Iowa four for six for beyond the arc, and, and they're having a lot of success in that department. Frederick out to six points early on, as is Garza. And Wieskamp one for one for his three-point look. Still the same five formation here. Ron Harper Jr. did check in over the break as Paul Mulcahy will inbound it to Gio Baker. Baker gets it back to Mulcahy. Mulcahy still trying to work his way to the 10 second line. Gets it to Johnson. Johnson, he'll get it back out to Gio Baker. Baker now at the top of the key. Gets it to Jacob Young. Young back out to Baker. Baker back to Mulcahy. Mulcahy now, shot clock at 10. Harper Jr. towards the left wing. Harper Jr. driving in towards the left elbow. Puts up the two pointer. He nails that one as Rutgers back within four. Bringing up the court here for the Hawkeyes is Evelyn. Evelyn now working his way towards the right wing. Gives it back out to Pemsel. Pemsel now to Frederick. Frederick still towards the left elbow, back out to Kreener. Kreener now loses it, taken away there by Miles Johnson. Here's Paul Mulcahy bringing up the ball early on in fast break. Rutgers calms things down. Mulcahy towards the right wing with 11.20 to go. Mulcahy now driving in towards the right elbow. Now he dishes it out to Baker. Baker thought about the three, gives it to Johnson. Johnson working his way towards the paint, puts up the floater. He connects as well. Miles Johnson and back to a two-point game. 
Bringing the ball up the court is Evelyn. Evelyn now guarded by Young. Evelyn working his way towards the, towards the left wing. Gives it to Pencil. Pencil back out to Wieskamp. Wieskamp lets fly a three. He, that one rims in and out. Here's Jacob Young. Young brings the ball up the court. Brings it back out to Harper Jr. Almost lost it. Gives it back out to Baker. Baker out to Mulcahy towards the far near corner. Baker, Mulcahy guarded. Gives it out to Jacob Young. All the way towards the right wing. Young now puts up a two-pointer. And that's going to hit the left iron and bank out and rebounded there by Evelyn. Evelyn brings the ball up the court. Guarded out by Mulcahy now. Evelyn now gives it out to Pemsel towards his right wing. Pemsel guarded by Harper Jr. 10.20 to go here early on. Ball now gives it back to Pemsel. Pemsel now dishes it out. Far corner for a three. No good. Wieskamp shot too short. Rebounded by Mulcahy. Mulcahy gives it out early to Ron Harper Jr. Trying to do an alley-oop, but just too strong there for Harper Jr. Too strong and too high, and Iowa will take over. Offensively, the Hawkeyes, and this is part of why they're so good offensively, they're disciplined and they set great screens. They move very well off the ball, and it's a real challenge for the Scarlet Knights defensively because Iowa sets good screens. They cut hard away from the ball. They've got great shooters. They all know their roles. This is why this Iowa defense is, you know, averaging 79 points per game. Offense. Yes, offense. And, excuse and, uh, me. Inbounded by Pemsel to Evelyn, who almost loses it. Gathers things back. Pemsel brings it past the 10-second line with tw 25 seconds to go. Here's, uh, here is McCaffrey. McCaffrey lost the ball, taken away by Johnson. Here's Jacob Young in transition play. Jacob Young, and he lays that one in. And Rutgers comes back on their own 6-0 run. 20-20 is the score. Evelyn now bringing it up to the right wing. Guarded by Young and Johnson. Evelyn facing some trouble. Now gives it out to Creener. Creener lets fly a three. That's too strong. Rebounded there by Caleb McConnell. McConnell back to Harper Jr. Harper Jr. back out to McConnell. McConnell driving in, lets it fly from the charity line. No good, too short, rebounded there by Pemsel. Pemsel gives it back out to Evelyn. Rutgers thought about the full court press, no more. Here's McCaffrey towards the left wing. He gives it all the way out to Creener towards the far corner. Now here's Garza inside the paint for an easy layup as Johnson fell, fell trying to take a turnover. Here's McConnell bringing the ball up the court. Iowa up 22-20. McConnell now, that was dished out to Yaboa. Yaboa drives in, puts up the two-pointer. That's good off the glass, and Rutgers ties it up. Once again, back and forth, here we go. Toussaint now with, sorry, Evelyn with the ball now. He almost loses it. Johnson with uh, almost another turnover. Garza recovers. Here's Garza driving against Johnson. Puts up the two-pointer, and he floats it in. Absolutely money for Luca Garza. He has 10 points early. Here's Young now. Young gets it back out to McConnell. McConnell taking things easy. 8.40 to go. Iowa up 24-22. Jacob Young lets fly a three from the left wing. No good. Rebounded there by McCaffrey. McCaffrey bringing the ball up the court now. McCaffrey thought about the three. Gives it out to Evelyn towards the far corner. Now to Garza. Garza for a two-pointer from the left elbow. And he connects once again. And Iowa and Luca Garza having a timeout here. They're up 26-22, and this crowd is on its feet. The loudest has been all day. Yaboa with the ball. Now to McConnell. Back to Yaboa at the top of the key. Yaboa lets it fly, and he knocks it down. A quasi-Yaboa shuts down the Carter-Hawkeye Arena crowd. Rutgers back within one. Here's Evelyn. Evelyn now bringing the ball up the court. Gives it out to McCaffrey for two. No good. Rebounded there by Harper Jr. Check that it was Pemsel on the shot. Here's McConnell now. McConnell gives it out to Yaboa. Yaboa thought about the three towards the near corner. He gives it back out to Johnson. Now back out to Harper Jr. And now back to McConnell towards the left wing. Now back out to Jacob Young. 
Jacob Young at the top of the key gives it out to McConnell. McConnell thought about the three. Shot clock at 12. McConnell now gives it back out to Young. Young loses it, but recovered by Yaboa. Yaboa drives in, puts up the two, and he gets that to go too. Yaboa with a nice move in the paint. Rutgers up by one. You're crazy. Evelyn. <laughs> Fast play. Evelyn here. Driving in, gives it to Garza in the paint. Garza double team, puts up the two pointer, counted, and one for Luca Garza. And Iowa back up by one as we enter yet another media timeout. This is a fast break LA on both teams. Rutgers down by one. Iowa leads 28-27. You're listening to WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. And welcome back here to Carver Hawkeye Arena. And Rutgers finds themselves in a one-point deficit. Garza will have a chance to go up and make that a two-point deficit in just a moment. But Justin, I won't get your initial thoughts on what has been a fast-paced first half, to say the least. Fast-paced? I, it, it, I don't even know if that describes it. I feel like we're watching a tennis match. Rajawi sitting at the Australian Open. They're going back and forth and back and forth. It's crazy. No, um, a tennis match, you know, you get a 30-second break after each point. This, uh, there's, yeah, no there's no 30-second no break. break here, yeah. There's no break. And, and credit to you, Raj, because I, I don't know how you're you're still breathing. I mean, <laughs> typically you have to pause and, and, and take a breath. It's 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 so fast-paced, and I mean, but I, look, the problem is this is not how Rutgers wants to play, right? And the Scarlet Knights, they're shooting 11-21 to 21 from the field. They've hit some miracle shots. You know, how about your boa floating through the lane with a miracle prayer? So, uh, candidly, I don't think... I don't think this bodes well for Rutgers if it stays at this pace, even though it's it's kind of nip and tuck right now. Yeah, this is not the recipe you want. Rutgers, remember, came in as a 91st offense, according to Ken Palm, and it's not number nine defense in the nation. So it has not been a defensive game by any stretch of the imagination. At this pace, you would think Rutgers would have to score nearly 80, 85 points to have a chance in this one, and that's just not something the Scarlet Knights do. Rutgers has kept their last eight opponents below 65. Not happening tonight. It doesn't look <laughs> like it's going to happen tonight. Anyways, Garza to the line. He's 0 for 1 today, 7 for 9 on the game, and this one, he misses that one, but it's rebounded away by Pemsel. Pemsel almost throws it away. Ball taken back by McCaffrey. McCaffrey now near the free throw line, almost committed a 10 second violation. I mean, almost stepped back behind the court, but gives it back to Pemsel. Pemsel at the top of the key, and he walked, and Rutgers will get the ball right back. The fourth turnover for Iowa tonight. It's interesting to see Garza and Pemsel playing together because typically they, they don't. I mean, Pemsel's usually Garza's backup because both of them thrive down in the post. Pemsel that time catching the ball in the perimeter and traveling, awkward situation for him. In that break, Shaq Carter checked in for Miles Johnson. We'll see if he has better success. Now Gio Baker with the ball at the top of the key. He works his way to Yaboa. Yaboa thought about three, now drives in, loses it, gives it back out to Gio Baker. Baker now gives it out to Mathis as it was tipped by Wieskamp, but still recovered by Mathis. Back to McConnell towards the right wing. McConnell, he lets it fly, and he nails it as well. Rutgers back up by two. Rutgers doing their part in this offensive shootout. They're four for seven from beyond the arc now. Rutgers with a full court press on, and Baker, surprisingly, did not get the call for the foul there. McC uh, recovering the ball there is Frederick. Frederick brings it past the 10-second line. 6.18 to go. Rutgers up by two, 30-28. Frederick still with the ball. Now gives it out to Pemsel. Pemsel, he was trying to give it out to Garza, but he throws it away. Another turnover for Iowa in this first half. That's make that five now for the Hawkeyes. 
And that's going to be uh, Cordell Pemsel to the bench. Back-to-back -back turnovers. Coach Fran McCaffrey not too happy about that. But you can tell Iowa, they, they just want to feed the ball inside to Garza any way they can. And why not? He's got 14 points. He's a, he's a, he's a monster. A recipe for success. Toussaint checks in. Pemsel to the bench. Here's McConnell. McConnell now towards the left wing. He gives it out to Baker. Baker, who hasn't taken a shot, now back out to McConnell towards the left wing. Now here's Carter. Carter dot about the two-pointer. He's working the paint, puts up the left guard elbow, and he gets that one to fall with a left-handed sink shot, you want to say, and 32-28. Rutgers, here's Toussaint with the ball. Toussaint at the top of the key. Now gives it out to Wieskamp. Wieskamp towards the right wing, now working his way. Sorry, his left wing, now working his way to Garza. Garza, far out from the left elbow, trying to make a move on Carter. Gives it back out to Wieskamp, to, and now back out to uh, back out to Wieskamp now, gives it back out to Frederick. Frederick thought about the three, gives it back to Garza. Garza double team, loses the ball, and dove on by Toussaint, but that's gonna be a 30 second violation nonetheless. And Shot Rutgers off. will get the ball back. By far the best defensive possession of the night from Rutgers. The way they closed out on their shooters, the way they denied Garza the ball in the post, that was outstanding, that was freaking Rutgers defense right there, Raj. That was Rutgers defense. A great job by the Scarlet Knights. They double teamed that was awesome. Garza and made it unable for him to dominate the paint. Made someone else take a contested three-pointer, and nobody wanted to do that. Raj, when I played in high school, nothing got us more excited on the bench than when we had an electric defensive possession like that one was for Rutgers. Here's McConnell now. McConnell working his way towards the top of the key. He's guarded by Toussaint. McConnell now back out to Montez Mathis. Back to McConnell, now to Baker. Baker now to Yaboa for the near corner three. He lets it fly, and he connects again. Akwazi Yaboa, he's having a first half to remember. 10 points, 35-20. Here's Toussaint on the other end. Toussaint almost lost the ball, and he did lose the ball. It's going to be another turnover on the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Number eight now in this first half. And Rutgers on a little bit of a run of themselves. 8-0 in the last two minutes. This crowd trying to get them back in it. Here's Rutgers with the ball. Gio Baker, the captain, bringing it up for here for the Scarlet Knights. Baker now working his way towards the left wing to Mathis, now to McConnell. McConnell near the top of the key, gives it back out to Mathis. Mathis drives in, gives it, shoots it out back to Baker. Now to McConnell. McConnell driving himself, almost lost it. He does lose it, taken away by Garza. Garza on the floor. Now there's a battle for it. Jump ball. It's going to be a jump ball, possession error in the favor of Iowa. And so the Hawkeyes will take over. Scramble. Nice. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No. Okay, scramble over the bubble. Both teams hustling, getting on the floor. That's all I was going to say, Raj. Credit to McConnell. He almost <laughs> got the ball back, but loses it at the end of the day. Nonetheless, these teams are both having an offensive, a standout day from the offensive unit. 60% for Iowa, 58% for Rutgers from the field. Unbelievable. And five play. of eight from three. A lot of the credit goes to Yaboa in that end. And here is Toussaint. Toussaint bringing the ball up the court. Gives it out to Frederick at the top of the key. Who's guarded by Baker. Baker almost strips it away. Frederick recovers. Frederick now back out to McCaffrey. McCaffrey lets it fly three. No good. Rebounded away by Toussaint after a little scramble. Toussaint drives in for the two points, and he gets it. That ends an 8-0 run for RU. And this Carter Hawkeye, Carver Hawkeye Arena right back in it. Here's Mulcahy bringing the ball up the court. Less than four minutes to go. Ball back out to McConnell. Looks like Johnson's about to check in soon. Baker now near the right wing. Crowd getting on its feet. Now to McConnell. Now back out to Gio Baker. Baker to Mathis towards the right wing. Now back out to Baker. Baker lets it fly from another zip code. And no good. Too short. Taken away. Rebounded by Luca Garza. Garza gives it to McCaffrey. McCaffrey now. McCaffrey slowing things down. Something we have not seen today. Toussaint now. Near the Iowa Hawkeye logo. 
He's guarded by McConnell. Now gives it back out to, wants it back out to Tucson towards the near corner. Let's it fly three, and he drills it. And all of a sudden, back to a two-point game. Mulcahy brings the ball up the court here for the Scar Nice. 3-10 to go. Ball back out to Mathis. Now to Baker. 35-33 is where we stand. Geo Baker now. Baker back out to McConnell. McConnell thought about the three, drives in. And there's a foul on the floor. McCaffrey. It's going to be a foul on McCaffrey with the 301 left in this first half. We're going to step aside. Rutgers leads 35-33 against the Iowa Hawkeyes here at Carver Hawkeye Arena. You're listening to WRSU-FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRSU.org. And welcome back here to Iowa City and more particularly Carver Hawk Arena. Those cheers because uh, a little putting contest going on the floor as someone knocks it in the hole. Makes me sad that I'm not on a golf course somewhere. Today's not the day in 30 degree weather to get a golf course. Snow. It's snowing here in Iowa, two inches on the ground if we already didn't mention it. But uh, anyways, Rutgers leads 35-33 early on, late in this first half and uh, not the type of game you would want to be rooting for from a Scarlet Knights fan. It's been an offensive shootout from both teams. Both teams having a lot of success from the field. Rutgers shooting 56%, Iowa 61% themselves, and it's just a back and forth battle in that department. Rutgers came in as a 91st offense offensively, and then Iowa 79th on the defensive part. Certainly looks like Rutgers' defense is not holding up, and Iowa's offense is. This game's been wonky, Raj. It's back and forth, high paced, fast paced. A lot of action. This is how Iowa wants to play. Rutgers gonna have to slow things down a little bit, but the, the Scarlet Knights are up two with three minutes to go. How can they finish this first half? That This is, which team takes control in the final three minutes of the first half here? Both teams have had their own runs. Here's Mulcahy trying to inbound it. Gets it to McConnell. McConnell now working his way, double teamed against Garza, and there's gonna be, it's gonna be an offensive foul, I believe, on. They said that, they said McConnell set that out of bounds. But, oh, okay. But that was nonsense, because Garza, was all over him. Right, I thought it was a foul on Garza, but it's gonna be an inbound to McCaffrey. That was ridiculous. McCaffrey now gets it to Toussaint. Toussaint working his way past the 10 second line against Jacob Young. He gets past McCourt now. Toussaint now gives it out to Frederick. Frederick now to Wieskamp. Wieskamp guarded near the left elbow. Checked at the right elbow, gives it back out to McCaffrey. McCaffrey now working his way towards the top of the key, guarded by Mulcahy. Now works his way towards the left wing, right wing. Gets it back out to Wieskamp towards the top of the key. But Wieskamp drives in. No, gives it back out to McCaffrey. McCaffrey for the three. No good. Off the left iron. Taken away by Ron Harper Jr. Falling down there was McCaffrey. Gets it to Mulcahy. Mulcahy drives in. Gives it back out to Harper Jr. Harper Jr. Cuts one loose. No good. Too short. And it's going to be Rutgers' ball as it was went out of bounds off of McCaffrey's right hand as him and Johnson were in a bit of a tangle there for the ball. Rutgers keeps it. 20 seconds on the shot clock. 2.17 to go. Rutgers up 35-33. Okay, gives it out to McConnell. McConnell well beyond the left wing. Now gives it out to Jacob Young towards the right wing. Now Harper Jr. back out to McConnell. McConnell back out to Harper Jr. Now to Jacob Young. Back out to Harper Jr. at the top of the key. Now to McConnell. McConnell gets it to Miles Johnson. Johnson working in the paint on a double team. Puts up the two-pointer. No good. It's going to be a foul on McCaffrey, I believe. And it is a foul on McCaffrey as Rutgers is just a third team foul in Iowa, so no bonus here early. It is gonna be a, it is gonna be a two point shot. Two. It was a, yeah. Active shooting foul. Johnson goes to the line, Rutgers up by two. We'll see if Johnson can improve on his free throw shooting percentage, which is one of the lowest on the team. She shoots at about a 400% free 
shooting percent, 40% shooting percent, and he misses the first one as it's too short. Still a two-point game. Mulcahy checks out. Yaboa in for Paul Mulcahy. Here's Johnson. It was a great move, too, by Miles Johnson. It's a shame he didn't finish. Johnson for another point from the free throw from the charity line. That one just bumps in, and Rutgers back up by three. Here is Wieskamp. Wieskamp working his way. Young trying to steal the ball away. Wieskamp works it past midcourt. We have less than two minutes to go here in the first half. Rutgers with a slim three-point lead, 36-33. Here's Toussaint. Toussaint now gets it out to Frederick. Frederick now working his way. He's double teamed by Miles Johnson. Now ball back out to Toussaint towards the right, left wing. Toussaint now driving in, dribble drive, puts up the two, no good. But it's going to be a foul on Miles Johnson on the play. And a foul that Johnson did not need to commit. Toussaint had just a poor look anyway. Nonetheless, Toussaint will go to the free throw line. Yeah, I actually think that was a good job by Joe Toussaint to draw the foul. You know, the old adage is the, the best guards jump when everyone else doesn't. And Toussaint kind of jumped into the contact. It caught Miles Johnson in an awkward spot. Foul on Johnson. Thankfully, only his first personal foul. So now Toussaint, an opportunity for a couple free throws. He's having a really strong first half. Yeah, Toussaint's been absolutely tremendous. He made his first field goal earlier this year. He misses the first free throw. Iowa is an 81% free throw shooting. I mean, Toussaint is an 81% free throw shooter, and they've been they've been rough today from the free throw line. 0 for 3 now. Toussaint's second free throw, and they connect. Last game against Michigan, Iowa shot 27-30 to 30 from the charity line, something that Rutgers does not want to get involved with here against Iowa. Here's Johnson. Johnson with the ball past midcourt. Now to McConnell. Now back at to Jacob Young near the midcourt line. Now gets it to Harper Jr. towards the right wing. Back out to McConnell. McConnell now to Johnson at the top of the at the charity line. Yaboa for another three from the far corner and he connects again. A quasi Yaboa. He's having a first half to remember and Toussaint on the other hand it's going to be a foul on Jacob Young. I no, was no, 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 no. The ball was knocked out of bounds by Jacob Young. It looked like the, the ball went off of Toussaint's hands but they're going to keep it Iowa ball. Uh, though Jacob Young forced that pressure. Anyways, with 1.09 to go, Rutgers up 39-34. Here is Toussaint at the top of the key. Toussaint now out to Kreener. Kreener guarded by Johnson. Now back out to Toussaint. Toussaint now driving in, puts up the two-pointer. Nope, he's going to give it back out to Pemsel. Pemsel puts it up off the glass. Back to a three-point game. Jacob Young with the ball now. Young back out to McConnell towards the left wing. Now back out to McC uh, Young. Young to Yaboa. Yaboa thought about the three towards the near corner. He drives in, gives it to McConnell. McConnell puts up the easy lip off the glass and in. Rutgers back up by five. Toussaint bringing the ball up the court. 39 seconds left. Here's Toussaint, potentially thinking for a two for one. Gets it out to Kreener in the paint. Kreener now working against Johnson. 30 seconds on the shot clock. Sorry, 20 seconds on the shot clock. He puts up the two-pointer floater and he connects. It was a tough shot, but Kreener made it. 41-38, we'll see if Young holds the ball. Young's gonna drive in, dishes it back out to Harper Jr., now to Yaboa. Yaboa gives it to McConnell, who'll hold it for the final shot. 13 seconds left here in this first half. Rutgers up 41-38, they have the final look. McConnell guarded by Toussaint now. McConnell, he almost double dribble, gives it to Harper Jr., the paint, who lays it in for two. Iowa's defense fell asleep. Here's a half-court heave, and that's nowhere near for two, for three by Frederick. And Rutgers up 43-38, and Fran McCaffrey is not happy one bit, as it looked like Caleb McConnell walked before he passed that ball to Ron Harper Jr., and McCaffrey is having a word with the officials, and uh, maybe even some colorful language involved there as well. Yeah, boo-hoo, Fran. I mean, I'm sorry. They haven't missed calls. Garza got away with what would have been his second personal foul, but uh, 
Fran also has, I don't know if you know, Fran McCaffrey was suspended two games last year. down the, I think I don't think he coached against Rutgers in he the game not, in Iowa. He did not coach against he, he, has yes. a he has a reputation as a bit of a screamer towards the referees. All right, Raj, I mean, what a, fir what a first half. Oh, a technical foul. Yeah, that is going to be a technical foul on Fran McCaffrey. Two, two shots. Will coming be coming out of the up break. for Rutgers out of the break. But Rutgers, 43-38. Is your blood pumping? Is your heart beating after that first half? I, first time Rutgers has put up 40 points in the first half since the Nebraska game on the road. And they do it once again against Iowa on the road as well. What a half, man. Holy. I mean, I can't even. We're finally, we finally have a chance here to catch your breath. <laughs> you finally get, the, get a chance to sip some water. What a half. It's halftime. And, well, what a first half we really had, guys. I don't think I had a chance to catch my breath. Uh. I don't know about you, Justin. Racha, well, welcome back here with Justin Santu. Rutgers leads Iowa by 5, 43-38 at halftime. It's been a lights-out shooting performance from both teams. Rutgers shooting well above 50%. Um, they put up 40 points in the first half. That's the first time they've done that since the Nebraska game. Absolutely bonkers just from beyond the arc. Six uh, three-pointers for Rutgers in the first half. Ron Harper Jr. For, had 10 points of his own. And Iowa wasn't quite either themselves. Luca Garza, you knew he was a force to be reckoned with. He has 14 points himself, 6 points for C.J. Frederick. Both teams are distributing the ball well. The only thing that, that you can take away from this first half that you wouldn't like, despite Rutgers putting up 43 points, has to go to the idea that they weren't playing their type of basketball. Open shots for Iowa, left and right. And Iowa missed a, quite a few share of those open three-pointers uh, that they had um, in the later first half. So Rutgers, is, to keep this one up, you'd think they would almost have to put up 85, 90 points in order to deal this one out. But with that, we'll step aside. We'll take a break. Justin Santu will be on the other side of this break as we continue our look back at the 2019-2020 Rutgers men's basketball season Dancing in the Dark right here on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick, and online at WRSU.org. Welcome back to Dancing in the Dark. Rutgers leads Iowa 43-38 to as we get set for the start of the second half with Raj I'm Justin Santu, and Raj, we've talked about it quite a bit, but here's the issue. Rutgers, in this first half, went out and shot the ball at a 59% clip from the field, including 55% from three-point range. They are playing Iowa's style of play, and granted, it's worked for Rutgers so far. They're shooting the ball as well as they've they've shot all season long, and credit to Quasi Aboa. He's hit a few threes. Ron Harper Jr. has been terrific. Miles Johnson's been really strong on the inside. Caleb McConnell's had his moments, but you know the, the, the concern is that Rutgers won't be able to sustain this style of play because it is favoring the Hawkeyes as we head into the second half. Iowa wants to run. They want to get out in transition. They want to score the basketball at high rates, and they are as well. I mean, Iowa's shooting the ball incredibly well, 62% for them, 42% from three-point range. This is Iowa's game, and the longer we continue at this pace, the better it's going to bode for the Hawkeyes. Now, heading into the second half, Rutgers has one job. They've got to figure out a way to slow things down and get back to their defensive roots, which have helped, which has helped them get off to such a terrific start in Big Ten play, which is a reason why Rutgers, you know, is ranked in the top 25 for the first time in 41 years. Can the Scarlet Knights slow the Hawkeyes down? Can Rutgers change the tempo? That's their recipe for success. Or will Iowa continue to feed Luka Garza? and get out in transition and shoot the lights out at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Rutgers and Iowa, second half from Iowa City, coming up on WRSU right now.
Rutgers 43, Iowa 38, back at Carver Hawkeye Arena alongside the great Raj Shah as he finishes up one of these famous Carver cones, an ice cream cone that he has treated himself to at halftime after doing such an incredible job on that fast-paced first half. Well, I'm Justin Sontip and the Scarlet Knights, ranked 24th in the country, leading Iowa, the 19th-ranked Hawkeyes, 43-38. to 38. Raj, that first half, not played at the uh, the tempo for, for those that are faint of heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if you're a defensive-minded person, I don't think that was your favorite half by any means, but both teams... Uh, like the guy said back in the studio, shooting over 60%, I mean, over or close to 60% in the first half. And if you're a Scar Knights fan, you have to you have to go with the assumption that Rutgers is not going to be able to keep that up. Iowa might very might be able to keep that up. They are one of the best offensive units in the nation. Uh, and I think the one ha one area where you have to look where Rutgers really capitalized in that first half was off of turnovers. They forced eight turnovers from Iowa, and they capitalized with 18 points in that department, 17 points in that department. Iowa on the other hand, Rutgers on the other hand, committed only three turnovers, and Iowa only only capitalized with four of those very points. And that's why Rutgers went on a bit of a 10-0 run uh, with about two to three minutes left in the first half, uh, between that four to six minute half mark benchmark in that first half. And that's why they're up five points in, uh, coming out into the second half. Another thing we saw was a technical foul, also coming by Fran McCaffrey. And he was... Um, Let's just say he was yelling at the refs would be the nice way to put it. Uh, and he committed a technical foul. We'll see two free throws coming up from a Rutgers player. You'd assume Geo Baker. Uh, Probably not because Baker hasn't really been starting. My guess it's going to be McConnell or Iquazi. Um, but, yes, that should start the second half for Rutgers. We'll find out who's going to be shooting in just a moment. Rutgers led in the first half by Iquazi Ebola with 13 points, 5 of 6 shooting, 3 of 4 from downtown. And RHJ, 10 points on 4 of 5 shooting, 2 of 3 from the deep. Can Rutgers keep it up offensively, Rush? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. I do not see them keeping up offensively. And, and you have to assume a little bit, you know, Iowa's going to also cool down a little bit. You don't expect them to shoot 60% against this Rutgers team. Uh, they're both going to cool down a little bit. It, it just, I, it's impossible to see Rutgers putting up 90 points against this Iowa team. Uh, but uh, if you're a Rutgers fan, you need that defense to be played better. That's, that's what it comes down to. Better perimeter defense and better de defense in the paint as McConnell will go to the free throw line. Two free throws for Caleb McConnell. He had five first half points for RU, the 79% free throw shooter. Rutgers will start the second half with the same starting five, as will the Hawkeyes. So for RU, that's McConnell, Harper Jr., Mathis, Yaboa, and Johnson. And for Iowa, that's Toussaint, McCaffrey, Garza, Frederick, and Wieskamp. Rutgers, of course, in their road. Reds, white numbers, Iowa. Golds at home with black numbers. Two technical free throws here for Caleb McConnell. Couple bounces. And the first free throw from Caleb is good. Nothing but net. Rutgers in front, 44 to 38. Yeah, Rutgers doing a good job from the free throw line today. They are they are three for four for five on the game now. Second one from McConnell. That rattles out. So one of two for Caleb. Rutgers will inbound going left to right on your radio dial. Iowa used a 2-3 matchup zone for much of the first half. It looks like they've come out in a man-to-man -man defense here. Left to right across the timeline, Caleb McConnell. Now between the rings, right wing for Mathis. Top of the key for Johnson. Up top, RHJ. That's an alley-oop jam. Rutgers, their largest lead of eight. It's 46-38. to Toussaint drives into the lane, and he's fouled. And the referees with a sarcastic applause. Sar referees making the call, drawing a sarcastic applause from this Carver-Hawkeye crowd. 
almost like a makeup call for the technical the foul handing, handing into the first half. Well, I think Fred McCaffrey deserved that technical foul. You mentioned it. Yelling was putting it lightly. He was, he was barking at the refs, <laughs> and he would not stop. And, well, he deservedly got uh, the technical foul call. Toussaint to trigger on the baseline. Moving screen is the call. They're going to get Connor McCaffrey, his third personal foul. So now one team foul for both Rutgers and Iowa. Just 15 seconds into this second half, and Raj, neither team was in the bonus in the first half, so perhaps a, a change of structure from the referees here. A cleaner half in the first half, and this will at least help things slow things down for Rutgers. And, uh, you know, you just don't want to get tired out very early on in the second half. McConnell controls, high post for Miles Johnson. Underneath Yaboa, he collects, goes high off glass, and misses the bunny. Garza skies in for the rebound for Iowa. Right to left, it's Toussaint. Now to the right wing for Wieskamp, penetrates baseline, now towards the lane. Jump stop, kicks it out left wing, it's deflected out of bounds, and Iowa will keep possession, 22 on the shot clock. It's Rutgers 46, Iowa 38, 19.25 to play. Yeah, good job by Quasi Aboa covering Wieskamp before allowing the open three, and then Caleb McConnell punching the ball out of play. Toussaint controlling top of the key, left wing Garza, open look from deep, good. Garza from downtown, he's got 17 points. Iowa back within five, 46-41 RU. RHJ controlling on the right wing. Crossover dribble, gets to the free throw line. Adam McConnell swung left corner, Yaboa three. That's too strong off the back iron, and Garza's got another rebound for Iowa. Up ahead for CJ Frederick, the redshirt freshman. Now to the right wing for Wieskamp, pivoting. Inside to Craner, working on the right block. He's double teamed. Spins around RHJ, now working underneath the basket, and they've got a foul called on Ron Harper Jr. They're going to say he pushed Wies he pushed Craner with two hands. Yeah, and uh, just starting to see some of the mistakes creep in here in the second half as this Iowa crowd starts to get to the Scarlet Knight team, but much better half played by both teams in the first half. Early fouls on by both teams as well in the second half. Garza on the right wing. Hands off to Frederick, curling towards the right elbow, pivots, and that pulls back for Kreener. Inside looking for Garza, kick ball is the call as RHJ bats it away with his left foot. Iowa will inbound on the baseline, 20 on the shot clock, 18.42 to play, Scarlet Knights by 5, 46 to 41. Toussaint to trigger on the baseline, left of the basket for Wieskamp, curling towards the rim, and he rolls it in off the back iron. 46 to 43, Scarlet Knights in front. The Carver Hawkeye crowd up in arms. They wanted a foul, and they may they may be right. And they're letting this uh, they're letting the referees hear it, and so does Frank McCaffrey letting the referees hear it as well again. Wieskamp now with five. Rutgers 46, Iowa 43, 18 and a half to play. McConnell between the rings for a quasi Yaboa right wing. Now to Miles Johnson top of the key, holding high above his head. Now left wing McConnell drives left baseline, kicks to Yaboa on the right wing. Driving to the elbow, pulls back for Mathis. Now into the lane, Mathis has a shot block. Yaboa collects right corner for RU. 10 on the shot clock for McConnell now, right wing. Skip pass, left wing Mathis. He tries the three-pointer. And that's off the front iron, Toussaint the rebound. In transition now, Toussaint into the lane, all the way to the rim. Finger roll, no good. Rebound to Garza underneath the basket. Goes up with the right hand, he misses. The tip in from Creener, no good. Ball loose, Mathis has it for Rutgers. Ahead of the pack, left to right, skying. And he's fouled and he can't finish. A hard foul by Toussaint and a really good foul as it prevented a would-be slam dunk for Montez Mathis. Great foul there by Toussaint and it wasn't a soft foul. That's a big thing there. Mathis would have very much finished but back and forth, here we go again. Like we saw in the first half, Rutgers doing a good job defensively and getting in their pieces. Yaboa with a big stop there. Not allowing Toussaint to lay it in and cut it to one. Rutgers has a chance now, put it to, back, to themselves back up by five, but 
Seems that defensively, both teams have gotten much more organized here in the second half. Mathis had four first-half points for RU. 61% free throw shooter. Bend release, and that's no good off the back iron. Yeah, Mathis is one of the few players, one of the many players actually on this team that struggles from the free throw line. We'll see if he can get this one to fall down. The floating heads in full force in the Iowa student section. Second one from Tez, and that's off the front iron. No good. Garza the rebound. And if Rutgers is going to go cold, uh-oh, look out. Iowa can put up points in a hurry. Toussaint to the free throw line. Back to Craner. Right elbow extended. Now right wing, it's Wieskamp. Driving to the lane. Off glass and in. And a foul. Joe Wieskamp, the strong take on the right baseline. It's a 7-0 burst from Iowa. And they got Ron Harper Jr., I believe, on the foul. And Coach Peichel has called a timeout. So with that... We're going to step aside. The 30-second timeout by Pico will be extended into a full media timeout. And with Rutgers up 46-45, to 45, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Rutgers men's basketball on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Back alongside Rasha, I'm Justin Santu. Rutgers 46, Iowa 45, 17-44 to play. Joe Wieskamp heading to the free throw line to try to finish off a three-point play for Iowa, which is on a 7-0 burst after Rutgers scored the first couple points of the second half. Yeah, Rutgers came out, put up the first three points, uh, courtesy of a McConnell lay-in. And on the other hand, Montez Mathis misses two free throws. The department Rutgers was doing really well in the first half, going four for three for four. Uh, now they're four for eight in that department, and uh, struggling is the right way to put it. Uh, the question to go in now, going into this, going into this stretch here, is Iowa can put up points in a hurry. It's can RU keep answering, and defensively, they're having a tough time keeping track of Wieskamp and Garza. Rutgers went up eight. Garza hit a monster three from the left wing, and that's what makes Luka Garza so, so good, because not only is he a monster on the low block, he can step out and hit the three, and that's what makes him so lethal, the ability to score on all three phases of the offensive end. One free throw here from Joe Wieskamp. There's up to seven points tonight out of Muscatine, Iowa, 86% free throw shooter, and he nails it. We are all square at 46. Iowa into a 1-2-2 pressure. Carver-Hawkeye Carver crowd to their feet. McConnell gives it to RHJ. Two seconds to get it over. RHJ to McConnell, and McConnell makes it over. Now drives right of the lane, into the lane. Now for Mathis, steps into the lane. Now for Yaboa, right wing, pump fakes, and now gives to McConnell in the right corner. McConnell penetrates on the baseline, steps back at the short corner. Now inside for Mathis. Mathis collects on the right block and hits the floater over the front of the rim. A big shot by Tez. He's got six. Rutgers 48, Iowa 46. Just over 17 to play. Creener inside for Garza. He's fouled and he hits. Oh my gosh, he is so strong. Luca Garza will have an opportunity for an and one. Iowa looking to regain the lead. Yeah, it'll be the first time Iowa to gain the lead since late in the first half. And there's a chance for uh, and there's there's a chance for Iowa to really take things here to Rutgers if they can't slow him down on a couple of defensive possessions. Free throw from Garza. That rattles off. Luca's got 19 points for Iowa, but he is 0 of 3 from the charity stripe tonight. Man-to-man -man defense for Iowa. RHJ controls right side of the floor. Crossover drives right around Creener over the front of the rim. No, can't get his own rebound. Now he does collect. Left of the lane, layup off glass, and in, and the foul. RHJ, the and one, he'll head to the line. 
big time answer there by Ron Harper Jr. to slow things down. And lucky for RU, that one sneaks in and he was lucky for him, he was able to gather his own rebound. Ron scored 27 points here at Carver Hawkeye last year. He's got 14 tonight on six of eight shooting. Something about Iowa City and Ron Harper Jr., baby. RHJ to the free throw line, a 71% free throw shooter. Couple bounces, the bend and the fire, and that's good. RHJ connects, Rutgers 51, Iowa 48, inside 17 to play. Full court pressure for the Scarlet Knights, inbound goes to Frederick, who brings it right to left along the near sideline. Now to the left wing, drives left of the lane, he slipped and a foul is called, I think they're gonna get Tez on the reach in. And I think the referees have tightened up their whistle a little bit in the second half, Raj. Tightened up or loosened up? Because uh, well, they're they, just... They've tightened it up, yeah. Well, they've been looser on, no, tight, they're tighter on what they're gonna call. Like they're, they're what, you I disagree, but yes. You disagree yeah. about what? They're, they're the referees are calling more fouls. That's what I meant to say, yes. Well, you could have just said that. Grammar police, Tucson top of the key, Nata Garza, elbow extended, back to Tucson. Tucson is fouled by Miles Johnson near midcourt as Johnson came out on the hard hedge. Well, that's already team foul number six for Rutgers. Six for Rutgers, four for Iowa early on, and we're not even three minutes into the second half. Bonuses, bonus situation coming up. And this is not where an area where Rutgers wants to get involved. Iowa's 52 of 59 on free throws over the last three games, Rush. And Wieskamp, for, for a while, had 20, made 26 consecutive free throws until that was snapped last game against Michigan. So those players are all over the floor, and this is not a recipe Rutgers wants to get involved in. So Iowa will be shooting free throws from here on out. Toussaint controls top of the key. Now for Frederick, high post. Frederick off the Garza ball screen. Now to Kreener, left wing extended. Kreener takes one bounce inside. Pass taken away by Mulcahy. Numbers for RU. Mulcahy for RHJ. Ron collects, short corner on the right side. And now pulls back in the paint. Kicks it to Geo Baker. Left corner trifecta off the side of the backboard. And the rebound goes to Wieskamp. Wieskamp right to left for Iowa. Now to Frederick. Frederick to the free throw line. Now to Kreener, right wing three. That's good. Kreener drills it, we're tied at 51. Big time three by Kreener. And this place is as loud as we have seen it today. Baker hands off to Mulcahy on the right wing. Paul to the free throw line, now hands off to Young, top of the key. Young slips, loses possession, ball still loose. Still loose, Tucson comes away with it. Numbers for Iowa, Kreener collects and lays it in off the glass. It's 53-51 Hawkeyes. Baker controlling top of the key for RU. Frederick guards him. This entire building standing. Baker top of the key. Drives to the elbow. Now to Paul Mulcahy. Penetrates along the baseline. Inside for Carter. He collects mid-paint. Now goes up with the right hand on the left side of the basket and hits off the glass. An answer for Shaq Carter. We are tied at 53. Back and forth we go again at Carver Hawkeye. Huge bucket by Shaq Carter to calm this arena down. And big time bucket there to get Rutgers back even. Rutgers needs a stop. They have really struggled to defend Iowa in this second half. Toussaint into the lane, reverse layup is good. Toussaint having his way, slicing through the Rutgers defense. And now Jacob Young controls on the left side of the floor. Inside 15 to play. Iowa 55, Rutgers 53. RHJ on the right wing, guarded out there by Kreener. Off a ball screen, now right elbow extended. Ron, pull up, long two, good. It rattles home, RHJ foot on the line and he blows a kiss to the fans. We are tied at 55, and Ron has 17. Kreener, open look, three. 
Oh, way off the mark, and a foul underneath. It's on Rutgers. It's on Ron Harper Jr. That is team foul number seven, the third personal on RHJ. And that'll bring us to the under 16 media timeout where we are tied at 55. Keep it locked. You're listening to Rutgers men's basketball on WRSUFM, New Brunswick. Iowa 55, Rutgers 55, 14, 28 on the clock as we wind down a wild one here at Carver Hawkeye Arena back alongside Raj Shah. I am Justin Santoup and Raj, well, the referees did not call fouls at all in the first half. Fran McCaffrey yells at him, and now within four and a half minutes, we've got seven fouls on Rutgers, Iowa already in the bonus. Yeah, we're, we're barely, we're, we're, not, we're barely a quarter way through Iowa's in a bonus, and they're about to be in a double bonus soon with a couple extra fouls. Iowa themselves have also committed four, so Rutgers sneaking their way to their bonus as well, but this is just does not bode well for Rutgers. They can't play hard defense on their side in the risk of a foul. Ron Harper Jr. has three personal fouls already in the second half, and he's going to get taken out of the game as so, and Rutgers is going to have to really tighten things up to make sure they keep things at arm's length here as we head towards the last three quarters of this game. Three it'll quarters be a, of this half, sorry. It'll, it'll be a one and one for Luca Garza, who's 0 of 3 from the charity stripe so far tonight. Carter Baker, Yeboah Mulcahy, and Young for Rutgers. Evelyn Frederick, Creener, Garza, and Wieskamp for the Hawkeyes as Garza knocks down the front end. 56 to 55, Iowa back in front. Iowa's such a good free throw shooting team that these one and ones are essentially always going to be two points for them. Second free throw from Garza is good. It rolls home. Iowa back up by two, 57-55. Another 1-2-2 pressure for Iowa. Mulcahy and Young work the ball into the front court. Mulcahy picks up his dribble. Now to Carter, top of the key. Carter back to Mulcahy. Now to, now to Geo Baker on the right wing. Back to Mulcahy between the circles. 15 on the shot clock. Mulcahy directing traffic to the left corner for Young. Now 10 on the shot clock. Back to Mulcahy between the rings. Paul to Geo on the right side. Geo, dribble drive, right wing, pulls back, kicks it out to Mulcahy. Short corner jump shot off the front iron. Carter battles for the rebound. Wieskamp comes up with it for Iowa. Wieskamp right to left. Drives left of the lane around Mulcahy. Lays it up and in, and a foul. Oh, my goodness. Wieskamp now with 10, and Iowa's got its largest lead in a while. It's a four-point advantage. He's been an absolute catalyst in the second half. He's been able to drive and get to the rim and be very effective in the paint, and Rutgers just has no answers uh, defensively. Different rotate, Pico keeps trying out different rotations, but just, just no answer for Rutgers. Wieskamp's free throw is good. Another and one, a three-point play for the Hawkeyes. It's 60-55 to 55, Iowa. Mulcahy on the left side of the floor for Rutgers. And now brings it across the timeline for Yeboah underneath the basket, and he lays it in off the glass. A great pass from Mulcahy, an even better backdoor cut from Yeboah. And he finishes, so the Scarlet Knights are back within three, 13 and a half to play. Evelyn controlling near midcourt. The grad transfer from Valparaiso, moves to the left wing, and a Creener up top. Creener bouncing with the left hand, now pulls back to the right elbow, inside looking for Garza, ball deflected out of bounds on the baseline, and it will stay with the Hawkeyes. Miles Johnson back into the game for RU, replacing Shaq Carter. Evelyn will trigger on the baseline for Iowa. Courtney Green, one of the head referees tonight, 
Hands him the ball, it goes into Garza. Nana Frederick, left wing, sets his feet. Three ball, back rim too strong. Johnson back taps it, and Frederick collects. Frederick to the free throw line, Nana Wieskamp to the line, into the lane. Now back out Frederick, right wing three, off the front iron. Garza skying for the rebound, he's fouled by McConnell. So Garza will head to the free throw line for another one one. Ninth team foul by the Scarlet Knights, just seven minutes into the second half. Yeah, and Rutgers, I mean, I, I think that just pretty much explains just <laughs> In this first six minutes, Rutgers just coming to too many fouls, and now Iowa sneaking their way to a double bonus. It's just not a game you want to play from the free throw line. McConnell coming to poor foul there on his part. He almost like, I want to say slapped like Garza's right hand. You're begging the referee to call the foul there for you, and, and Garza's just absolutely money when it comes to free throws. Front end of the one and one rattles home for Luca Garza. Fourth personal foul on Caleb McConnell. Montez Mathis in for him. Yeboah Johnson, Mulcahy, Mathis, and Young for RU. Evelyn, Frederick, Garza, Wieskamp, and Kreener for the Hawkeyes. 61-57 Iowa, second free throw for Garza is good. 62-57 Iowa. Hawkeyes, again, full court pressure. Mulcahy controls on the left side of the floor. Now brings it across the timeline for Jacob Young on the right side. Young back to Mulcahy between the circles. Inside to Johnson at the free throw line. Miles drives to the right, kicks to Jacob Young, penetrates along the baseline. Now to Yeboah, left wing for Mulcahy. Back to Jacob Young, left corner. 10 on the shot clock for RU. Young, inside looking for Johnson. Ball batted out of bounds on the baseline. It'll stay with the Scarlet Knights. Iowa doing a good job on Miles Johnson in the paint and making it really hard for Rutgers to get an open look here across the perimeter. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Mulcahy to inbound on the baseline. Mulcahy still holding. And a foul is called underneath. And I believe they're going to get Bakari Evelyn holding a quasi Yaboa. Fifth team foul for Iowa. Mulcahy so, will inbound again. It's their first foul in a three minutes now, so they were being very disciplined, but now even that breaks through for Iowa. Mulcahy for Mathis. That reset the shot clock to 20. Jacob Young drives left to the lane and then travels. A turnover from Jacob Young, and Iowa, already leading by five, will take over possession. Wieskamp to inbound on the sideline, far side of the floor. Evelyn collects, he'll control for the Hawkeyes. Young guarding him. Evelyn now between the rings, off the Garza ball screen, moving towards the left wing. Now back to Kreener. Kreener, a couple bounces. Hands off to Wieskamp, right wing. Wieskamp thought about the long three. Now drives to the top of the key, spins towards the lane. Back out to Garza, right wing trifecta. It's good. Luca Garza does not miss. It's Iowa 65, Rutgers 57. Largest lead for Iowa today. 24 points and 10 rebounds for Luca Garza. Mulcahy inside for Johnson, and a foul is called underneath the basket. And I think they're going to get Joe Wieskamp holding Miles Johnson. Iowa 65, Rutgers 57, 12.07 to play. RHJ back into the game for RU, replacing Paul Mulcahy. Four spread across the free throw line for the Scarlet Knights. With 20 on the shot clock, RHJ finds Mathis near midcourt. Tez for Jacob Young left side. Back to Mathis, right elbow extended. Now to the left side for Young. Jab step, driving into the lane, leaves for Mathis. Elevates through the contact, shot rejected. Garza comes away with it. Right to left, Iowa. Wieskamp, top of the key, has it poked away. Evelyn collects, left corner three. Too strong, Miles Johnson the rebound, ahead of the pack for RHJ. Ron, one bounce, and lays it in off the glass. I think he wanted a foul on Evelyn, but no call. 
Iowa 65, Rutgers 59. Inside 12 to play. Garza collects, drives baseline, pivots, goes up and hits. Luca Garza's got 26. Iowa leads by eight, 67 to 59. Mathis drives left, has his shot rejected by Garza. And out of bounds on the baseline, it will be Rutgers basketball. Luca Garza is absolutely dominating this entire game, defensively and offensively. It is unbelievable. 11.24 to play. We'll step aside for a timeout on the floor. Hawkeyes by 8, 67-59 at a loud Carver Hawkeye Arena. You're listening to Rutgers Basketball on WRSUFM, New Brunswick. 11.24 to play at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Iowa 67, Rutgers 59. Back alongside Raj Shah. I'm Justin Santip and Raj. We knew all along that once this game got into that fast break pace, it was going to be hard for the Scarlet Knights and um, starting to really manifest itself. Iowa up by eight here in the second half. Yeah, Rutgers becoming sloppy on the defense. They've already committed nine fouls uh, as Iowa knocks on the door with a double bonus situation. Rutgers also to the bonus now themselves. Iowa's coming to six fouls. It's just been a sloppy game here in the second half, but just all credit to Luca Garza. He's single-handedly given Iowa an eight-point lead. Rutgers had an eight-point lead one at one point in this half uh, not too long ago, with about 18 minutes left. With 11:24 left, Iowa now with an eight-point lead. It's been a 16-point swing in the last seven minutes. It's been all Iowa. It's funny, Raj. You say sloppy. I say one-sided refereeing. But you know, I wear those scarlet-colored glasses. Inbound goes to Mathis near midcourt. He hands off to Young. Young Mathis, Harper Jr., Miles Johnson, Aquazi Yaboa for RU. Matchup zone again for Iowa. RHJ left side for Jacob Young, top of the key. 14 on the shot clock, now for Miles. Hands off to Jacob Young, right wing. Young drives right baseline, floater off the front iron, rebound goes to Tez. Tez into the lane, has his shot rejected partially, and Toussaint collects. On the far side, right to left for the Hawkeyes. Toussaint into the lane, steps back at the free throw line, and now resets for the Hawkeyes near midcourt. Toussaint, Pencil, Garza, Wieskamp, and Evelyn on the floor for Iowa. Toussaint, right side of the floor, crossover dribble. Now to Wieskamp, left wing, three-pointer. Front iron, no good, and Harper Jr. collects the rebound, one-handed for RU. RHJ left to right for the Scarlet Knights. Now to the right wing for Yaboa, top of the key. He'll try the three, and that's off the front iron, way too short, and here comes Iowa. Toussaint, right of the lane, Eurostep, into the paint, off glass and in. Hawkeyes with their largest lead of 10, 69 to 59. Toussaint's got 12 points. Here's Jacob Young for Rutgers on the right side of the floor. RU needs a bucket in the worst way. Mathis top of the key for RHJ left side. Still in that matchup 2-3 zone Iowa. Young at the top of the key. Now drives left of the lane. Stops and hands off to Johnson. Now right back to Young. 11 on the shot clock. Young at the free throw line for RHJ. Right wing three. That's too strong. And Bakari Evelyn chases down the board for Iowa, and he's ready to run again. Left of the lane, Evelyn is called for the offensive foul, pounding into Jacob Young. Good job by the Texas transfer to set his feet and take it. Huge, much needed. You can't, I don't know, I think this is like the, the extent where Rutgers can come back from 10 points against a raging offense. And, you know, Luca Garza, he's been on the floor almost all eight minutes this first half, and he finally comes off here for Iowa. But Rutgers, they, Geo Baker back on the floor. They really need a bucket big time, big time, big time. 28 points, 11 rebounds for Luca Garza, and we've still got 10 minutes of game action left. 69-59, Hawkeyes in front, 9.5 to play. Mulcahy on the left side, brings it to the top of the key, stops on a dime, down to the right wing for Baker. Baker drives, left elbow. 
Stops, picks up his dribble, now to Yeboah, driving underneath the basket, leaves it for Mulcahy, right corner, now to the short corner. Mulcahy inside for RHJ, who kicks it out left wing for Baker, pivots, drives to the free throw line, Eurostep, finger roll, rattles home. Good move by Geo Baker, a much needed bucket for RU, they're back within eight, 69 to 61. Toussaint, crossover dribble, now to the right elbow, kicks out to Pemsel. Pemsel, one of the few players on Iowa that won't try it from deep. He now controls top of the key. Picks up his dribble, hands off to Creener, top of the key. Now to, Picari, now to Joe Toussaint on the right wing. Toussaint, jab step. Now splits the double team into the lane. Wide open left-handed layup. Too strong off the back iron. And the rebound goes to Shaq Carter. He hands off Mulcahy and Rutgers moves left to right. Mulcahy, crossover dribble. Being harassed up top by Toussaint. Hands off to Yeboah, working on the left baseline. Kicks it out to RHJ. Left wing trifecta, too strong. And Creener skies for the board. Ball is loose on the ground, and Toussaint eventually comes up with it after the tap by Bakari Evelyn. Toussaint top of the key for Pemsel left wing. Pemsel maybe got away with a travel, pivoting, hands off to Evelyn on the left side. Evelyn penetrates to the free throw line, leaves it for Creener left wing. Pump fake, one bounce, left elbow jump shot, too strong, and the rebound to Paul Mulcahy of RU. 8.15 to play, 69-61 Hawkeyes. Mulcahy controls left wing. Frederick leaves room for Mulcahy. Mulcahy into the lane, right-handed finger roll, good off the glass. Rutgers back within six as we tick towards eight to play. 69-63. Creener nearly catches Rutgers sleeping underneath the basket, and then he throws it away on the far sideline. It's 69-63, Hawkeyes, and with eight minutes to play, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Rutgers men's basketball on WRSUFM, New Brunswick. Minutes even on the clock. Iowa 69, Rutgers 63. Back at Carver Hawkeye Arena, arena alongside the legendary Big Pharma Raj Shah. I'm Justin Santip and Raj, man, what, what a game we've had here tonight. Both ways, back and forth. Rutgers trailing by as much as 10. Can they find a way to claw themselves back into this one? They have. Uh, they, they got a couple of key buckets there when, when their offense had gotten mute. Uh, Rutgers back over 50%, actually at 50%. Uh, Iowa struggling just a little bit now from three-point land. It seemed like uh, it seemed like everybody had the hot hand from beyond the arc for Iowa. Finally, a couple of misses. They had a real, they had a small window of about a minute where Rutgers was really struggling. They were up by 10, and they didn't really knock down a couple of threes or a couple of layups. You know, 14, 15-point game against a lethal offense like this, impossible to come back. But now Rutgers forcing a turnover, down by six. They have the ball. But unfortunately for them, Luca Garza and McCaffrey are going to enter the game back in here for Iowa, and that's going to that's going to change things real quick. Rutgers ranked 24th in the country, their first time playing a game ranked in 41 years. Shaq Carter controlling high post now to Harper Jr. between the rings. RHJ bouncing with the right hand from McConnell, who's playing with four fouls on the left side, and eventually a turnover that time by Mulcahy. Sloppy pass. Frederick takes over. 69-63, Hawkeyes, seven and a half to play. Toussaint, who's had a great game, the freshman from the Bronx, dribbles to the left wing, now spins back towards the right elbow, inside Garza, turns around Shaq Carter, high off the glass, no, Creener the rebound, he puts it up, can't hit off the back iron, but Creener will head to the line as a foul was called. Yeah, the crowd fought in a foul on Garza earlier, didn't get it, but Creener able to gather the rebound, get the foul, and... Hey man, Iowa's just money from the free throw line today. They're seven for 11 after starting 0 for three. And well, that's all you need to know. They are, they will get these two points. Greener, a 77% free throw shooter. Couple bounces. 
And he gets it to go, nothing but net. Garza, Kreener, Toussaint, Wieskamp, and McCaffrey. Actually check that, not Wieskamp, that's Frederick on the floor for the Hawkeyes. RHJ, McConnell, Carter, Mulcahy, and Baker for the Scarlet Knights. Second free throw from Kreener, front iron no good, and Mulcahy collects the board for RU. Seven and a half to play, Iowa 70, Rutgers 63. Do the Scarlet Knights have a burst in them? Here's Baker on the right wing off a ball screen. Now to McConnell left side. McConnell back to Baker. Baker controlling, right elbow extended. He's got just two points today for RU. Now to McConnell, penetrates left of the lane. He's bumped. That's a foul. That'll be the eighth team foul on the Hawkeyes. It goes against C.J. Frederick. First personal. So McConnell will have a one and one for RU. McConnell, one of the better free throw shooters for Rutgers on the season. He averages nearly 74% on the season, but... Sorry, nearly 80% on the season, but still, I mean, it's just not a game that Rutgers wants to play. They have a couple of players who are very good from the free throw line, but Iowa has everybody that's good from the free throw line. It's it's a tough place for Rutgers to be in. They have to knock down their free throws from the charity line. Front end for Caleb, and that rattles out. 70 to 63, seven minutes to play. Toussaint controls for Iowa. Now drives to the free throw line. Left wing for Frederick, pump fake on the three. Now to the top of the key for Toussaint. 6.54 to play. Toussaint controls right side. Now to Frederick, right wing. Frederick inside to McCaffrey, top of the key. McCaffrey pivots, high post. Now puts the ball on the deck with his left hand. Drives to the left wing, off a ball screen. Now to the top of the key. Has to fire to beat the shot clock. Too strong, rebound, back tapped out, and tracked down in the backcourt by Toussaint. Great job by the Hawkeyes to collect the offensive rebound. Shot clock reset to 30, and Courtney Grant has blown his whistle. It should have only reset to 20. So they're going to probably have to go and check on the time, although they really should just put 14 on the clock 14 here. makes the most sense because the shot clock was rolling as properly as it was supposed to. So what makes most sense is you knock it down to 14 seconds. They have not knocked it down. They're saying it's 24. They're going to say Rutgers actually had possession, and Iowa regained it. Coach Peichel can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's Iowa ball. They lead 70 to 63, six and a half to play. Wieskamp for Toussaint up top. Toussaint drives with the right hand. Anna McCaffrey top of the key. McCaffrey pump fake. And the lefty puts the ball in the deck with his right hand for Toussaint right wing. Toussaint off a ball screen, driving right of the lane. Stops on the block, kick out Garza, top of the key three. Back iron, too strong, and Mulcahy has the board for RU. Great box out by the Scarlet Knights freshman. Paul for RHJ. Ron drives, and he's going to get called for an offensive foul as he plows in to Luka Garza. Harper's going to have to be careful. That's his fourth personal, and him and McConnell with both four personal fouls today. The Iowa Hawkeyes have done such a good job of generating, uh, of getting Rutgers in foul trouble. It's something that the Scarlet Knights cannot afford. Rutgers looking to change something up on the defensive end. A full court pressure now for RU. It's a diamond look. Yeboah at the point. A little bit of a delay here as they wipe down the spot in the paint where Garza took the offensive foul. Iowa 70, Rutgers 63, six minutes to play. McCaffrey to inbound on the baseline, 90 feet from the basket. Still looking, finds Toussaint. Toussaint, full steam ahead, he's double teamed and then pulls it right back for McCaffrey who methodically brings it right to left into the front court. McCaffrey hands off to Toussaint near midcourt. 18 on the shot clock, Toussaint picks up the dribble. Hands off to McCaffrey, right wing. Inside for Wieskamp. And a foul is called on Mulcahy as that pass hit the front iron. 
So Mulcahy can't believe it. It's a push-off, they're saying, which if it was, it was a very gentle push-off, if anything. And that puts Joe Wieskamp at the free throw line for two, where he is essentially automatic for the Hawkeyes. Couple bounces for Joe Wieskamp. First free throw is good, nothing but net. He doesn't even touch the rim. It's 71 to 63. It's just a game you don't want to play with this Iowa team, and if this was a plan for Fran McCaffrey, get Rutgers in foul trouble early. They've done an absolutely outstanding job by the Hawkeyes. Second free throw from Wieskamp, that rolls home. Iowa 72, Rutgers 63, 548 to play. 1-2-2 two, two pressure for the Hawkeyes. The purpose to slow Rutgers down. McConnell brings it into the front court left to right. Controlling on the left wing, Animal Kehi right wing. Paul pump fakes, now bounces towards the right wing. Crossover dribble, loses possession. It's collected by Kayla McConnell near midcourt. 12 on the shot clock now for Kayla. Johnson sets a ball screen. McConnell to the right wing, has his pass deflected out of bounds on the sideline, and Rutgers will inbound with nine on the shot clock. Right sideline in front of the Scarlet Knights bench, and a timeout has been called. A 30-second timeout by Coach Peichel. He's got one left. Raj will keep it here. A nine-point game, five-and-a-half to play. Rutgers is going to pull off a miracle comeback here on the road. What do they have to do? Nine-point game, it's not It's not about out by any reach. They're so well within it. It's going to have to start on the offensive unit. I don't know where you go because Rutgers has really struggled in this half, second half shooting the ball in general. Yaboa's gone quiet as well. You have to go back into the paint and try to take advantage. Just that Luca Garza is such a force to be dealt with in that area. It's one area where Rutgers is so good interior in the paint and uh, they've not been able to take advantage today. Johnson, he's not even attempted a shot in the second half. So uh, it's gonna have to start with better ball distribution. They're missing the threes. Uh, they need points and they need points badly. But it also goes to the other side of the court. They've already committed 12 fouls on their end, 10 fouls on their end. And uh, just gotta stop, you just gotta play better defense. Mulcahy to inbound, goes to Baker near midcourt. Baker, crossover dribble, drives to the right. He's fouled by Toussaint. That's the ninth team foul on the Hawkeyes. And the second personal foul on Toussaint. That'll put Gio at the line for a one and one. You know, Raj, you were mentioning Rutgers shot 59% from the field in the first half. Now, in the second half, just 39%. And from downtown, in the first half, they were six of 11, 0 of six in the second half. We knew they were due for a regression. We know our Rutgers team, they're not great shooters. We, we thought I was due for regression. They have regressed a little bit, but uh, not really, but not <laughs> not to the extent that we thought. Which is why they are such a high-level team offensively. One and one for Gia. Bends, fires, and hits it. Nothing but net. Huge, huge, absolutely huge that Rutgers carls their way back to his seven-point game here with 5.24 to go. Baker's got three points for RU. Second free throw for Gio. Good, nothing but net. Iowa 72, Rutgers 65. Harper Jr., Jacob Young, Gio Baker, Kayla McConnell, and Miles Johnson for RU. Garza, Wieskamp, Toussaint, McCaffrey, and Frederick for the Hawkeyes. Toussaint controlling near midcourt. Iowa crowd wanted a foul call on Young. They're not going to get it. Toussaint now on the left side. Drives around Johnson, and he's fouled. It's going to go against Miles Johnson. He tripped Toussaint, and Toussaint's been electric tonight. Yeah, he's been very good. I thought it was more of a makeup call for the Jacob Young situation there. And uh, I don't know, Toussaint's just, his speed is just too much for Rutgers to handle, it seems. They try to double team with Johnson and Young, just not possible. And Toussaint's going to have a chance to make this a nine point game again. Two free throws for Toussaint, first one good. 
has been almost a career night for Joe Toussaint, a career high of 18 points against Penn State a couple weeks ago as he nails the second free throw. Toussaint has 15 now tonight for the Hawkeyes. Young for Baker as Rutgers moves it left to right into the front court, trailing by nine, five minutes to play, 74 to 65 Iowa. Baker, left wing three, off the front iron, no good, and the ball rolls out of bounds on the far sideline, Hawkeyes ball. Baker. Seemed, like, seemed like a desperation heave there to me. And Just not a good look. And Baker comes out, McConnell comes in. Third game back for Geo from that thumb injury, and he continues to not play like he's 100% struggling from the field. McCaffrey, guarded by Yaboa, finds Toussaint, and Toussaint will bring it right to left into the front court for Iowa. Under five to play, 74 to 65 Hawkeyes. Toussaint, crossover dribble, now controlling top of the key. Off the Garza ball screen. Now handles on the right wing, loses possession, out of bounds. Miles Johnson, a hard hedge, forces the Toussaint turnover, and Rutgers will inbound going the other way. Credit Iowa, much better half by them. Only five turnovers in this half. Did eight in the whole first half, so more turnovers slipping into Rutgers play. They have six now in the second half, but Iowa doing a good job of limiting those on their end. Baker replaces Young back into the game. Off the Yaboa ball screen, drives to the right elbow, into the lane, shot no good, tip in by Johnson, no. Again, he tries it and connects. Rutgers back within seven, 74 to 67. Four and a half to play. Full court pressure for Iowa. Inbound goes to Frederick, and he brings it right to left into the front court. Now backs it out for Toussaint near midcourt. Toussaint holding. And now puts the ball on the deck with his right hand. Now inside for McCaffrey. Pivots back to the right wing. Now the guards atop of the key. Swung left wing for Frederick. And a foul underneath, and it's going to go against Rutgers. They've got Geo Baker on a hold. And that'll put Wieskamp at the free throw line. He, he is just absolutely money from. And with Iowa and the double bonus, it's, it's just tough for Rutgers. The referees are calling every little thing Rutgers is doing here, and it's and it's Rutgers is not getting the call. It's driving me crazy, Raj. It's driving me nuts. First free throw from Wieskamp is good. I mean, every ticky-tacky thing. Everything was let go in the first half. Every ticky-tacky call the referee. I mean, whatever McCaffrey said. Really got fire. to the referees. It, it really did. Second free throw also good, so a two for two trip for Joe Wieskamp. He's up to 15 points. Baker for McConnell, Rutgers brings it left to right. 76-67 Hawkeyes, near four minutes to play. Baker pivots, right elbow extended, now dribbles to the top of the key. For Yaboa to the free throw line. Kick out to RHJ, right wing trifecta, bingo. Rutgers back within six, 76-70. The Scarlet Knights need a stop. Toussaint, right to left into the front court. Guarded by Baker up top. Now for McCaffrey, ball knocked loose. McCaffrey chases it down right wing. Now to the free throw line. McCaffrey backing down Baker. Now backtracking towards the right wing. 15 on the shot clock, still with McCaffrey. Dribble drive, right of the lane. Kick out Frederick, left corner trifecta. Back rim too strong, rebound RHJ. Ron brings it left to right for RU. Now to the top of the key. Gives it to Yeboa. Yaboa backtracks, now for McConnell on the left wing. McConnell pivots, drives left of the lane, spins back towards the left baseline. Tough two-point jump shot, rattles out. Not a great shot by Caleb McConnell as the rebound goes to Luca Garza. Iowa 76, Rutgers 73, 10 to play. Rutgers needs to play near perfect basketball from here on out if they want to pull off the upset. Toussaint controls near midcourt. He's had the ball on a string all night long. Collects the dribble at the right wing, now gives it to Frederick. 10 on the shot clock, Frederick into the lane. Kicks it out to McCaffrey, left wing trifecta. Back rim too strong, Yaboa the rebound, ball knocked out of bounds. Last touched 
Oh, we've got a foul actually, in fact, on Toussaint, who hacked down on Yaboa's hand. So that'll put Yaboa at the line for two free throws as Iowa's finally in the double bonus. We're gonna step aside for the under four time now. 2.50 to play, Iowa 76, Rutgers 70. Keep it locked. Rutgers looking to pull off the comeback here on WRSUFM, your brother. 2.50 to play, Iowa 76, Rutgers 70. Back alongside Rasha, I'm Justin Santu. Quasi Yaboa heading the line for two free throws. Two much needed free throws. Rutgers needs them to fall. This Iowa offense this second half has been pretty remarkable, Raj. But it should be two Rutgers, free throws for him. It is. Rutgers is a double bonus. Yes, so it's two free throws. All hands off the, on deck now. I mean, he has not attempted a free throw today, but he is good on the season. Yaboa, 71% free throw shooter. First one good, nothing but net. 76 to 71. Rutgers trying to claw their way back into it. The clock and the Hawkeyes, their enemies. Second free throw, Yaboa. Good. 76 to 72, Rutgers back within four. It's been a while since they've been that close. McCaffrey to inbound on the baseline and eventually finds Evelyn. Evelyn, double team. Pass is stolen by Jacob Young. Young, crossover dribble to the free throw line. Now for RHJ, off the glass. Good and the foul. Oh, what a play by Jacob Young to find RHJ. Rutgers suddenly within two. And 76 that, to 74. And that full court press working for Rutgers once again when they needed it. And now they have a chance to claw their way back to a one point game. One thing to note, Harper Jr. and McConnell both with four fouls as we head down the stretch. RHJ with 24 points tonight, make it 25. Rutgers within one, 76 to 75. It's an 8-0 Scarlet Knight run. They're still in the full court pressure. Frederick to trigger. Still holding, still holding, still holding. Needs a teammate. Pass stolen by Baker. A five-second call. Takes the what would have been a steal from Baker away. Rutgers will get the ball, though, on the turnover. But he threw it into Baker's hands. That would have been a layup to give Rutgers the lead. It turned out to be okay in Rutgers' favor. <laughs> we'll see if they can inbound it as well. We'll see how strong Iowa's uh, full-court presses. But Luca Gar's a bit slow on the floor, so Rutgers should be able to get it in. Baker for RHJ, now to Yaboa. Fresh shot clock for RU. They trail by one. Inside Miles Johnson, he collects right wing, now back to Jacob Young. Young off the ball screen, to the free throw line, left-handed teardrop, rattles, off the mark, ball tipped loose. RHJ collects, and he loses it out of bounds, and they've got a foul call. Absolutely the right call. It's gonna go against CJ Frederick, who bumped RHJ, it'll be two free throws for Ron Harper Jr. And it's a right call, he got bumped out of bounds, it was not through his own fruition that he went, he got absolutely shoved out of bounds, it's a right call. I don't know what these Iowa fans are unhappy about, the 8-0 run or the fact that their team's about to go down by one. Well, Rutgers trails by one. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves, right, okay, right. Raj, please. Take whatever my broadcast partner said with a grain of salt. My goodness. First free throw for Ron Harper Jr. On the way, and it's good. Rutgers and Iowa are tied at 76. Joe Tucson into the game. Can you believe Fran McCaffrey had him out of the game? That's mind-blowing to me. He's been awesome tonight. He'll probably be the right person to break up the full court press here Certainly. for Iowa. Two and a half to play. Second free throw, RHJ. Good. Nothing but net. Rutgers is in front, 77 to 76. What a turn of events here. McCaffrey finds Toussaint. Toussaint double teamed to the backcourt, and he's fouled on his bounce. And I think it's going to go against RHJ, and if that's the case, it does not. Thank goodness it's on a quasi That would have been the fifth foul on Ron Harper Jr. Yeah, for Yaboa, that's just his fourth that's gonna be his number fourth foul today too, so everybody's sneaking into foul trouble, but no one's there yet, and no need to panic in that department. 2.25 left, and uh, 
We got a nail biter one down here. Hold on to your railings as Tucson misses the first free throw off the back iron. It's been a this game has not been for uh, the <laughs> It's been oh a 10 0 run for RU in the last minute and 30 seconds. Second free throw, also no good. Ball loose, out of bounds off of RHJ. Credit CJ Frederick on that. He created a lot of disruption going back for the rebound. And RHJ unable to control the ball, bounces off of his right foot, out of play. Iowa ball. 2.23 to play, Rutgers 77, Iowa 76. Garza collects short corner. Now dribbles to the top of the key for Wieskamp. Wieskamp holding, still holding. Now to Frederick, into the lane, right-handed floater is good off the glass. And Iowa's back in front, 78 to 77. Carver Hawkeye crowd to their feet. Baker left to right for the Scarlet Knights. He controls between the rings. Baker off a ball screen, now to the right wing for RHJ left wing. Hands off to Jacob Young. 14 on the shot clock, now back out to Baker. Baker, couple bounces, now drives to the right. Pulls back, leaves it for Yaboa. Top of the key, three. Back rim too strong, ball loose. Tucson's got the rebound. 78-77, to 77, Iowa leads. They've got the ball a minute 40 to go. They've got to find a way to get the ball to Garza, don't you think? Tucson controls near midcourt. Off the McCaffrey ball screen. Now back to McCaffrey, left wing for Frederick. Thought about the three. Now penetrates to the elbow for Wieskamp. Open look, top of the key, three. Good. A dagger from Joe Wieskamp. It's 81-77, Hawkeyes, a minute 20 to play. And Coach Piper wants a timeout. That's a full timeout. Well, what an atmosphere here, Raj. Unbelievable. And Rutgers, it's not even sold out. Rutgers can't, corra can't corral the second of two misses from Toussaint. And then a floater from Frederick, and then a three from Wieskamp. The two outstanding wings for Iowa. And now, just like that, the Hawkeyes back up four. Back of four, but not, but by no stretch of the imagination out of it. Still a minute 21 left. Ruck, if you're in Rutgers' position, you need someone to go up there and get you a two-point bucket. Yaboa took a three. It looked like, it looked like from our vantage point it was going to go in and then <laughs> just bounced out uh, too strong from him. And um, it's been back and forth here. Back and forth game for both teams. And uh, a lot of credit to Iowa. They played their brand of basketball, and Rutgers has had to suit up with them. And RU for them for themselves as well. They've not been able to come up with key stops on defense. Just that last two-minute little run they had, they were able to full, use their full court press to their full advantage. But Rutgers needs a bucket big, and the question now is who do you go to to get this bucket? I think you got to go to Ron Harper Jr. RHJ's got 27 points tonight for Rutgers. Same number of points he had last from last season when he scored 27 against Iowa in the same arena. The full Carver, the Carver Hawkeye crowd is at its is not at its capacity, but everybody who's here is standing. 60% probably. Rutgers trails 81 to 77, 120 to play. Yaboa inbound on the sideline right in front of the Rutgers basket. 27 on the shot clock. Yaboa, Young, Harper Jr., Johnson, and Baker for RU. Frederick McCaffrey, Wieskamp, Toussaint, and Garza for the Hawkeyes. Matchup 2-3 zone for Iowa. Young on the left side for Baker between the circles. Baker off the ball screen, now to the right wing. Baker pulls back between the legs once, crossover dribble to the free throw line, now RHJ penetrates left of the lane, through the contact, and a foul is called. They've got a block on Garza. It'll be two free throws for Ron Harper Jr. Huge. They go to Ron Harper Jr. and he gets them the key contact. Now the question is, can he get them two key points here and draw them back within a one possession game? 
RHJ to the line for a couple of free throws. A 71% free throw shooter coming in. And on the replay, I think that's the right call. Garza slid in just a split second late. Four for four today, Harper Jr. from the free throw line. Couple bounces from Ron, the first free throw on the way, and it's good, it rattles home. Ron Harper Jr. now with a new career high of 28 points, surpassing his previous career high of 27, which he hit here last season. Two bounces now for Ron, the second free throw. It's good, nothing but net. Rutgers back within two, 81 to 79. McConnell into the game for Yaboa. Rutgers into the full court pressure. 106 to play, Iowa by two. McCaffrey to trigger for the Hawkeyes. He's able to run the baseline, slides along the baseline, looking for a teammate and decides to call timeout. That full court pressure for Rutgers. It's working, and with two, even with Toussaint on the floor that time, Iowa unable to find their player. Smart play by Fran McCaffrey and, and overall by Iowa to call the timeout there. They have two more timeouts left. Rutgers, on the other hand, key thing to know, no more timeouts for them. So everything has to have to be designed by Peichel for the next minute and six seconds. We'll have to be done so here. This is Big Ten College Basketball, baby. Oh, Rutgers ranked 24th in the country, ranked in the AP poll this week for the first time since the final poll of the 1978-1979 season. Iowa ranked 19th in the AP poll, and you know they, they really protect this home court Carver Hawkeye Arena well. What a basketball game we've had between two teams with NCAA tournament aspirations. It's high-level Big Ten basketball tonight. It's, it's been back and forth, back and forth, and uh, this is the suitable end right here. One minute and six seconds to go two-point game. Ron Harper Jr. has 29 points. That's a new career high. Rutgers into the full court pressure again. McCaffrey will inbound. 81-79 Iowa in front. McCaffrey now holding. Goes short for Toussaint. Toussaint still on the baseline. Finds Wieskamp and now back to Toussaint. Toussaint controlling with his left hand. Can't quite make it above midcourt yet. Now finds McCaffrey who bobbles and then controls. Hands off Toussaint. 55 seconds to play, 18 on the shot clock, Iowa by two. Toussaint off a ball screen. Now to McCaffrey. McCaffrey left wing, finds Frederick. Frederick holding, still holding. Now backtracks towards midcourt. Eight on the shot clock now from McCaffrey right wing. He'll pull up the deep three off the front rim. RHJ the rebound. Numbers for Rutgers. Ron will pull back to the right wing, and he will just hold. Remember, Rutgers is out of timeouts. Eight second differential, game clock and shot clock. Hawkeyes by two, 81 to 79. Baker. Handles top of the key, calls for the ball screen, then moves to the left wing. Pump fix, finds Jacob Young left corner. Young into the lane, through the contact, off glass, no good, he missed the bunny, guards to the rebound. Down to McCaffrey, Rutgers has to foul, and they foul McCaffrey. Jacob Young missed the bunny that could have potentially tied the game. And Jacob Young, with his head down, has Geo Baker come over, put his arm around Young, and physically lift his chin up, telling him, keep your head up. Disheartening there for RU fans, but my heart is beating so fast. McCaffrey still has to knock down these two free throws in <laughs> order to make it a two possession, two game. possession game. McCaffrey, 75% free throw shooter on the season. He will have two free throws. Iowa's been in the bonus most of this second half. McCaffrey bends, fires, and connects. Nothing but net. That was silky smooth. McCaffrey will have one more. Harper Jr. backed out what would have been a fast break too, man. One more free throw from McCaffrey. It's a three-point game, 16.6 to play. It's on the way, and it's good. Hawkeyes back up by four. Baker collects the inbound. Iowa into the pressure. Nana Harper Jr. top of the key. 
inside for Miles Johnson, and he's fouled. It's a brilliant foul by Garza, and that'll put Miles Johnson at the free throw line for two shots where he is abysmal. Around 40% from the free throw line on the season. It was an impeccable foul there Iowa by Luca Garza. And Johnson is one for two on the game. Iowa has two free throw, two timeouts left. First free throw from Miles Johnson is good. It rattles home. Rutgers back within one possession, 83 to 80, 10 seconds to go. Greener into the game for rebounding. One more for Miles Johnson. Remember, Rutgers is out of timeouts. Yaboa set the check in. Couple bounces from Miles Johnson, the sophomore center. Free throw on the way. Front rim no good. McCaffrey the rebound, and he's fouled by RHJ, and that will be number five on Ron Harper Jr. And now the Iowa fans may start heading to the exits. With 8.7 seconds to go, Iowa leading by three. McCaffrey, a 75% free throw shooter. Conley hit two. Yes, to miss at least one here if you're Rutgers. 8.7 seconds on the clock. One free throw may ice it. McCaffrey, couple bounces, bend, fire, and connect. 84 to 80, Hawkeyes in front. Yaboa into the game, replacing Miles Johnson. Toussaint into the game as well. Deep breath from McCaffrey. Iowa 84, Rutgers 80, 8.7 ticks on the clock. Free throw from McCaffrey. It's good. Iowa by five. Inbound goes to Jacob Young. He's got to go quickly. Young, left wing, drives left of the lane. Kick out McConnell, left corner three. Back rim too strong. Wieskamp the rebound. Ball loose, out of bounds. And it will be Iowa ball with two tenths of a second left. To the feet, there you go here at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Iowa with a big win over 24th ranked Rutgers tonight. With two tenths of a second left, the referees have decided to go to the clock just to make sure that's correct, but it's a five point game under a second to play, Raj. I mean, I, it's, it's speechless. over. Oh, no, I, of course it's yeah. over. Rutgers had their moment. Rutgers had their chance with Jacob Young with the drive, but just unable to fall, unlucky. And, uh, the ball hung on the rim for like a second. It looked like it was going to drop in, but it would have tied the game at 81 apiece with 17 seconds left. And, well, you know, you don't know what happens then. Iowa probably holds for the final shot. Then it is what it is. But this one's tough for RU to take, considering just all the chances they had. And, and it was not the brand of basketball that they wanted to play. We keep telling saying that. But, you know, it's uh, it's it's tough. I mean, you're not going to win them all. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You're not going to win them all. A couple of tight. It's going to end up being a couple of tight losses for on the on the road for Rutgers. One at Illinois, 54-51, and this one now here, if things hold, probably 85-80. Well, I'm I'm sure Coach Bichel told his guys not to foul. Right now they've got six tenths of a second on the clock. What they also could be looking at is who the ball was last touched by. Right, right, Raj? I mean, it could be off of Iowa and Rutgers. But not that that would change the result. I mean, it would change the final score, but you know, right. Rutgers isn't scoring. They're not getting two baskets unless McCaffrey goes, you know, 
crazy again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's a flavor too foul. or something, yeah. yeah. It is Iowa basketball though. McCaffrey will inbound six tenths of a second on the clock. Rutgers still showing, oh no, Rutgers backing off. McCaffrey for Frederick, ball game over. Iowa, the 19th ranked Hawkeyes defeat 24th ranked Rutgers, 85 to 80 tonight in a, a crazy one at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Raj, your initial thought. It, it's gonna go back, Rutgers did, look, both teams had their moments. Rutgers had their chance at the end to really take this one away. But I wanna give a lot of credit to this Iowa Hawkeye team. They, Luca Garza and, and, and the entire squad, they, they absolutely balled out tonight and uh, they played what they wanted to do. They wanted to get Rutgers offensively in the paint. Miles Johnson and, Miles Johnson, this defense had no answers. Yes, Iowa had a lot of open looks, but there were a lot of times where Rutgers, Iowa just knocked out contested threes as well. And uh, Iowa got hot early and they never cooled down. And unfortunately for Rutgers, they cooled down just a bit too much in the second half. They had a chance, they had a bit of momentum going late in the second half as well, but just too many mistakes in the second half and that's what really cost RU this game. A tough loss on the road and now they've dropped five of six on the road, yet they stay perfect at the round. Well, it came down to in the final minute, Iowa hitting big shots, Frederick with the floater off the glass, Wieskamp the three and Rutgers narrowly missing. Right, Yeboah a three-pointer that was just a little too strong and then Jacob Young's floater trying to tie the game, just tickling the rim and then falling out. What a game, folks. Raj back here alongside Justin Santu. Rutgers almost comes back and pulls off a miraculous upset against the Hawkeyes. Uh, they were trailing by as much as nine, as I remember at one point, about five minutes to go, down 76-67. Um, to me, it seemed this one was all but over. Um, but for Rutgers, I mean, that comeback, it was almost, it was very special. Uh, they played some really tough defense down the line. They forced a couple of big turnovers. That full court press really pays off. They go up by 177-76. And then Jacob Young, he has a chance to tie the game at 81 apiece, but misses the easy bunny. Um, it was just a tough game and a tough break for the Scarlet Knights not to come away, at least not even force that one into overtime, but this team showed me at least something. Um, even though they got the short end of the stick in this one, Justin, the Scarlet Knights really proved that this team, they have a lot of grit and they don't quit. No matter what the score was, you always knew, you always had that feeling that Rutgers would find a way to come back into games. We saw that later down the season, um, as we'll, we'll continue the series. But as a fan, Justin, you just can't ask for anything else. Well, sure, Raj. I mean, we, we, we learned that Rutgers has no quit, that they that they fight. I mean, they did, they were down by as much as 10 in the second half, rallied all the way back to take the lead, had a chance to, to win the game or, or force overtime towards the end of regulation. Um, but but for me, I mean, as a fan, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I think Rutgers had an opportunity to come up with a real statement win tonight, go on the road, and a really good Iowa team that's been really good in the Big Ten for a long time. And the Scarlet Knights had an opportunity to really win this game. They shot the ball incredibly well from the field. I mean, when is Rutgers going to shoot 46% from the field again on the road? Um, and, and they didn't play well enough defensively, which is rare. It's not what you typically see from the Scarlet Knights team. Um, but in my opinion, they didn't get the job done. But for what it's worth, we saw another terrific performance from Ron Harper Jr., 29 points, 9 rebounds, 10 of 14 shooting. Aquasi Aboa had 17 Um you know, this was a Rutgers team that played really well and was in this game all the way to the finish, despite an off night by their their emotional leader and captain point guard, Geo Baker. So that's all positive stuff, and I think 
yes, you're you're right in in some respects. Even though you know I I'm I'm disappointed, and I <laughs> and I know you know because um when we when we were you know about to go out in Iowa City afterwards, it was uh. Um, you know, I was, I was upset. I was upset. It was, it was, it was, it was tough to, to, to come back and, you know, from that loss. But, but anyway, what we did get to see is this is a Rutgers team that is, they're, they're right there. Um, and they're going to be right there in every single game, the rest of the way, no matter who they're playing and no matter where they're playing. This is a Rutgers basketball team that is absolutely the real deal. And these next six weeks are going to be incredibly exciting here on the banks. This was Dancing in the Dark on WRSU. Join us tomorrow night for episode nine as we take a trip back to the Rutgers Nebraska game from January Corey Jason and Troy DiSavino will recount what was an incredible come from behind emotional win at the rack Rutgers seemed to have it in the bag until a late Nebraska comeback put Rutgers Rutgers winning record and undefeated record at the rack in serious doubt but as I think you guys you fans know Geo Baker um He was the hero, and he came to rescue. Join us tomorrow night at 6 p.m. on WRSU for Dancing in the Dark as we take a look at Rutgers hosting Nebraska with Troy DiZavino and Corey Jason. Thanks for joining us tonight. Have a good evening. For Rasha, I'm Justin Santu. Thanks so long. This was Dancing in the Dark on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick.